Hello, everyone, and welcome to the end of time. I'm Michael. I'm Chris. And I'm Adam. And we are not fucking around today, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck uh, way different outside of our normal uh, podcasting routine. Oh, no segments today. No dilly-dallying around. We got business. We have E3 business to talk about today. Yep. Uh, today, the end of time cast, we are going to be talking about uh, and reviewing and discussing and debating and ranting and maybe even crying over, who knows, the uh, 2018 E3 press conferences. Uh, we will be discussing mostly details of all of them. Uh, that's EA, uh, Tiny Build, Microsoft, uh, let me dish them out, Bethesda, uh, Devolver Digital, Square Enix, Ubisoft, um, PC Gaming Show, Sony, and Nintendo. That sounds like a short list, I promise you, given the, the uh, <laughs> what am I seeing over here on my screen, nine pages of notes, it is not. So uh, forgive us for not having the usual, I'm sure people want to know what we're doing for the week, but uh, we just can't, it's just a lot to talk about today. So without further ado, gentlemen, let's dive the fuck into it. Uh, I'm assuming that all three of us watched all these pre- press conferences, correct? Yep. Yep. Perfect. So none of us are left out. There's going to be no spoilers for us. On the off chance that some of you out there have not seen these press conferences, uh, we'll tell you now there are spoilers. This entire podcast is going to be a major spoiler because some of these games even have sequels. And it's not that outside of us to just blurt out something like, oh, yeah, where's this from the death from this game? So uh, you've been warned here at two minutes into the show. Uh, there will be spoilers as we'll be going in depth over all these press conferences. All right, guys, so let's fucking do this shit. Let's start off the day with where we started at with these conferences, and that's EA. All right. Um, Holy shit. Uh, so I actually caught this press conference about 10, 15 minutes in. I had to go back and rewatch some things. I also lost my notes because of a, well, you know, computer issue. So uh, I didn't even know the breath. Uh, the, I wish Breath of Fire 5 uh, was announced that it was a dead game because it is. Uh, Battlefield Five was announced had a had a showing and FIFA some FIFA stuff happened and that's where I picked up. But yeah, EA started the whole show off with uh with a little teaser trailer for uh, Battlefield Five. Um, the only notes I took from it that there was uh you can attach to and move some assets around. There's uh more destructible tech which Battlefield is known for, and it was just a trailer. It was a, just a cinematic trailer. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of controversy around it, apparently, because it's set in a World War II setting, and there's a woman as a protagonist. I think that is the stupidest thing in the world to get upset about. Yep. Uh, I understand that, you know, it's a video game that's, that quote-unquote is trying to, you know, be close to the source material, but it, it's a fantasy video game, man. It's not, it's not even a big deal to me. Uh... I, I never played the older Battlefields, guys. I don't know about you guys. The ones that were like set in World War One and World War Two eras. So maybe if those were realistic, like depicting realism, and then they screwed it up, maybe. But I don't know. I just I now, just don't get that feeling from this game. A, uh, it's it's a little bit closer to simulation than than Call of Duty, but it's still well on the arcade side. I think right. I think kind of the issue the issue people are having is like uh 
She's not just a woman on the front line. She's a woman with a robotic arm who's a sniper with a katana. Well, <laughs> okay, now you, you see them. You start packing all these extra stuff onto it. It starts to go, okay, yeah, you didn't jump the shark, buddy. Well, just a little the bit. More, the more fantasy shit that that adds to it, the more I'm like, yeah, it do, it's just it's a video game yeah. just out there being a video game. Not, it's, it's obviously not trying to portray actual, you know, fucking trumpets and drums and black and white footage from it. There was, it's there not was a difference between like this kind of stuff and like, um, say, a uh, more of a ham fisted kind of take, like a Wolfenstein kind of deal where it was kind of like over the top. You know, they had tried to do more of a gritty realism kind of thing up until Mm -hmm. this point. And that this is where I think they just said, "Okay, fuck it. We'll just do what we do. And I think that's why you're kind of seeing some of the negative reaction. Not all of it is justified, but eh, some of it, some of it, I could kind of see where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the conference itself, a lot of the negativity there is that they didn't show any gameplay. Yeah, that too. And that's actually going to be a trend in a lot of the notes I took here. I made sure to try my best to add uh, little snippets that this was either a cinematic trailer or this was a gameplay trailer or a hybrid. And yeah, that's Battlefield 5 is not alone. There were many games at this conference that, uh, yeah, they just showed cinematics. And I mean, hey, that's that's good for a, a teaser slash trailer, but... Some games have no excuse. I need. To, I we kind of need something. But we'll get to that. We'll get to those as the as the uh, coverage goes along. You were saying, Adam. I'm sorry. Oh no, just uh what you were going off of earlier. I did think it was kind of. There's a little bit of a hybrid to it. Mm-hmm. Like there is a section where he's running around trying to just randomly fire his pistol off at different directions. Yeah. Before it goes yeah. back to cinematics with the guy. Like I think him. it had. It had a few little snippets of, hey, here's some things, but I don't know. It, it's it's up to us and every individual and, and to yourself whether you think what they gave you was enough uh, for for a fucking flashy, hey, well, it's the EA Conference Battlefield 5, go, flashy cinematic com- uh, trailer. It didn't give me enough of what I would want. Uh, I'll tell you now, I'm not too big on Battlefield 5 anyway, not because at all, uh, anything that, not, not anything against Battlefield. I love, I pick Battlefield over Call of Duty any day of the week, but I have never been the World War type guy. I've never been the Civil War, World War One, World War Two setting type guy. I'm sure they're fun, and I know there's audiences for this, and I'm, sh- I'm sure it's gonna be great because it's Battlefield 5, but this isn't, I, I wasn't like hurt by this trailer. I was like, meh, there's a new Battlefield, cool. Um, so then they moved into some FIFA stuff, uh, moving on. They moved into some, or, <laughs> some new, some new origin announcement bullshit, uh, moving on. Uh, there was an audience interview with Vince Zampella of Respawn. Uh, this was, this guy was kind of, kind of kooky. He was definitely like, it's going to be great. Yeah. Well, can you mm-hmm. answer this question? It's going to be awesome. Like, he, <laughs> Dark he wasn't times. exactly the most, yeah, yeah, dark times. Uh, but he was talking about uh, there was a new Star Wars game called Jedi: The Fallen Order. It takes place during the the dark times. Uh, it's supposed mm-hmm. to be uh, taking place between Episode three and four. Look forward to holiday of two thousand nineteen. Uh, Adam, yes. what do you think about this uh, Jedi: Fallen Order? Is is this interesting to you at all? Uh, 
you know, I just I I need more information than what they gave. Right. That, uh, that's the the long and the short of it. I, there's a lot of good Star Wars games out there, but there are equally as many shitty ones. Oh yeah. Right. Um, and again, this is holiday 2019, so we have a year and a half to go. It would have been nice to have something, but just having a having a somewhat not that great interviewable guy in the audience, I was like, I have nothing to go on. Sure, hope it hope it's dark dark times. It's going to be a dark game. Cool. Uh, Battlefront 2 DLC got out there. Uh, that the uh, interview I didn't write. I didn't write everybody every name down by the way. So sorry about that. But uh definitely let people know that yeah battlefield uh i mean battlefront 2 came out it didn't exactly do well at all i mean i think it probably would have been okay for him to uh just came out come out balls forward like yeah we just we fucked this up completely yeah but he basically made it understood that yeah and also i don't know if he was from uh dice or not or if he was from um just a representative of uh, the Battlefield uh, Battlefront Two guys, but anyway, there's some DLC coming. Uh, there's Ewoks coming. There's a Kessel area coming, and of course, guys, of course, there had to be like 17 different reruns of shots of the new Solo and the new uh, the from the Solo movie that showed that guy and uh, oh shit, I for I forgot his. Uh, Lando? Oh, shit. Lando, yeah, oh, yeah. God. They kept showing those. I know. I'm a, f- Fuck me, right? <laughs> they kept they kept showing shots of them, too, like almost back-to-back, whipping their guns out. And I'm like, yeah, of course you guys got to show that repeatedly since the new movie. They slowly out. turn around, mm-hmm. face each other. Yeah. They did say there was some Clone Wars stuff coming out as well. Uh, new characters are Grievi- Grievous, Kenobi, Dooku, and Anakin. Um, Cool. Again, this is Star Wars audience. This is shit that they want. Uh, if they, gen- I, I'm pretty sure he made it clear as well that they scrapped the whole uh, the uh, loot box shit. So, if this game can turn 180, um, I don't make it. Might be too late, man. I don't know. Uh, it's, it, 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 ta- ta- it's gotten to time the point where, like, <clears throat> you, you can't do that up front and just kind of back off of it you know if i slap you i can't be like oh oh man i'm sorry i didn't mean to slap you you know yeah you're still gonna be upset and hurt yeah, <laughs> this is still fresh uh this battlefront 2 shit is still fresh in a lot of people's minds and we yeah. we were all around and caught all the drama around this i mean this made this shit made some super public lines so I hope I mean for whoever is still a Battlefront two uh, player and loves this game and is getting this info and this new shit, good on you. Uh-huh. But yeah, I don't I don't know. It's it's I just it's I'd be I'd be hard pressed to to think of people I know that are gonna be like, oh, it's, I'm gonna get it now. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, next next couple segments, uh, an unravel sequel and mm-hmm. a sea of solitude game uh was talked about uh I, I made notes of these two because these were the the developers got on stage and talked about them and they were super fucking passionate uh very humble in nature 
very uh just very passionate about the projects that they were working on and i i loved hearing that i love i i'm a sucker for a developer getting up there and damn near shedding a tear like you know i've been working on this game for four and a half years i have put my heart and soul into this i've lost like so many hours of sleep in my life i've dumped assets like these are all from my heart i love shit like that and that's kind of the maybe not to that dramatic degree but i definitely got the passionate desire of design out of these two um, I never played Unravel 1, and Sea of Solitude, the concept is interesting, but I don't know if it's my kind of game. Um, but they were announced, so there. Yeah, I've uh, watched gameplay from Unravel, and it looks good. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those, you know, kind of chill games. Unravel 2 yeah. looks great visually. Yeah, um, and it's got a I, I like the the ability to, it's, 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 it's marketed as a co-op game, but you can mm-hmm. also play it solo, which, you know, this, not the first game to do that, but I, I like that. I like yeah. that ability. You know, you can drop in and drop out of co-op. And for a puzzle area uh, solving type game, yeah, I mean, it, it looks interesting, but, you know. Uh, some Madden stuff. There was two dudes on stage talking Madden. There was a belt, uh, cool-looking pants <laughs> moving on. Got to get that money, yo. Here we go. So here, here is the first of many guys. I'm sure you're going to agree here. The first of many what the fuck moments of E3 2018. So these two guys that are on stage, uh, sitting at a desk, they're shoutcasters. They start talking and like, I'm Joe and I'm Vince and we're shoutcasters for, I'm like, okay, cool, cool. So they're going to have a, they're going to have some games on stage and they're going to shoutcast over gaming. I like that. I like that idea. Get out there like the fucking football players and the baseball players and NASCAR shouters and be like them. Awesome. What game are you going to be shoutcasting over? Did Street <laughs> Fighter V come out with a new fucking... Of course they didn't. We're talking EA here. But, you know, did fucking StarCraft have StarCraft threes getting made and you're going to... No. A fucking mobile tower defense game is shown on stage and these two i guess they're real-time strategy or or tower defense players get on stage with their mobile phones in their hands and they are playing a tower defense game head to head on stage with their hand with their faces buried into their phone while two guys in the back are shout casting over the gameplay yeah. What the fuck, man? And in control <laughs> is actually a uh, former pro StarCraft player. Um, yeah. I followed him quite a bit. Um, he also, for me, I followed him on Twitch because he was participating in role play. So he plays D and D as well. Uh, he uh-huh. does Warhammer type stuff. But yeah, he's a RTS guy. Pro. Well, oh man. Well, so, I had no idea then, who these people were. And I was just like, oh, okay. It's. I feel it's bad. Not, it's not just that. Um, I mean, it it could have been it could have been anybody professional up there that that I know. It's not just the fact that it's not the fact that anybody was on stage playing a game in a tournament style uh, atmosphere. Not at all. But a mobile phone. I, maybe I'm just an outright asshole. Sure, call me out for it. Whatever. But it, they were head to head competing in a mobile fucking game on stage. That's <laughs> yeah. also. I mean, come on. I can't be too much of an asshole. What if somebody? Were, what if two guys were on fucking switches? You know, playing Smash back to back. I mean, it, it is what it is. 
I just don't like fucking mobile games being pushed on stage like that. I just felt so weird and awkward and like, what the fuck is actually going on? And then the game got announced. Uh, yeah. and it may have got announced during the game. I don't fucking know, but it, it is a fucking command and conquer game. Mm-hmm. There is a command and conquer tower defense mobile game being played on stage at E3 while people are actually shout casting over it. If, oh my god, they shot ever, that nuke. Woo. If there was ever a reason to hate EA, it was for marionetting the corpse of Command and Conquer to make that fucking yeah. game right there. I love Command and Conquer. Uh, I, I, I say that incredibly loosely because I've only ever played Command and Conquer Red <laughs> Alert ever. I never played the 26 sequels after and I didn't play the original one. But I loved Command and Conquer. That was my <laughs> RTS before StarCraft just demolished my life into pieces. But this, there's just so much like I want, I want to say bastardization about what this fucking was. This <laughs> yes. was a, this was Command and Conquer, b- b- whittled down into a a a, a, a tower defense only. game, being played on yeah. stage like with hype shouters behind them going yeah, and it, it I, was, I was I was like man, it can't. I mean, the, it, it, this has got to be it. The number of things <laughs> that are wrong. I mean, one okay, you games should never be casted like that. Uh, they're not. It, you can try to do it like football, but it just doesn't come off as it doesn't come off the same. Having no, somebody I, I look disagree. at it and give like give like actual like even if you watch the differences between like how soccer is called and how football is called, they get excited in football when a, a big play is happening or about to happen. I'm gonna I'm but gonna the, agree with you, Chris, but I'm gonna meet you in the middle, Adam. I think that it's it feels awkward, but I believe it most definitely feels awkward for people that don't know these games. Like us in general, if I was to turn on ESPN and watch a football game, I've got enough at least common football sense to know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. I know when a first down is. I know how many yards for they need to throw. I, I can look and tell what, what needs to happen on screen. When, but that's me. If I was to tell my dad to watch a football game, he as well, whether he likes it or not, could be like, yeah, you know, it's the Green Bay Packers. They, you know, they got the ball. They could shout it out. And the, the announcers over the football game would relay stuff to you as well. You know, this is his third, you know, season in a row. What the fuck ever. And you could kind of interpolate, extrapolate what's going on. But if I set my dad down in front of a StarCraft II shoutcasted match, he's not going to know what the fuck's going on. Not only because it's a game, but there's a lot of shit going on on that screen. <laughs> there is a lot going on on a real on a real time strategy from the HUD to what's actually the units on screen to movement to oh man. Yeah, there's also a it, demeanor it, that goes along with certain things. Like if you look at the way like a golf game is is you know uh, what broadcasted. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the commentators on a golf game will be a lot different than the commentators on a soccer match will be a lot different than the commentators on a World Series of Poker match. Right. Right. OK. So it's not all, it's it's not one of those things where you have like a one size fits all kind of thing for this area. And when you're looking at like a strategy game, the, the people are got to look at the screen and analyze all this shit. They don't need you yelling right. in their ear. Yeah. If they're actually interested in what's happening and can tell what's happening. What do you say, Chris? I 
I've spent years watching esports, uh, particular mm-hmm. StarCraft, StarCraft Two. I completely mm-hmm. disagree. You get some good casters out there. It's so much better than just watching a silent game. You know, you're not analyzing oh, what's oh, going yeah. on the screen. The oh, yeah. casters, if you're watching anything with any kind of quality, they're telling you what's happening. They're doing the Precisely. analysis for you. And right. you're watching at like you would a football game. You're not meant I mean, some people will do this, of course, but you're not necessarily analyzing plays, going, Oh, they're doing this play or whatever. You're like, All right, this is this is the moment, you know, blah 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 and it's got a lot of uh similarities to it. Adam's not an esports fan, obviously. That's cool, yep. but it totally fits. It and totally I'll, fits. I'll, not a ahead, not I'm a sorry, big thing on watching someone else explain how a game is played. I guess that's just my thing. Whenever I watch a game, I like to kind of pick apart what's happening and kind of decipher how things are going. I'm not yeah. saying watch the game in like complete absolute silence, but definitely not with you know. Somebody going, oh man, he just did this. Okay, he just he moved, he clicked a spot on the on the screen. It's not it's not yeah. that big of a deal. Calm down. Yeah, and that's <laughs> another, not really another, how it happens either. <laughs> another good prime example of this is uh, when you when you look at uh, when you watch things like uh, what, what am I thinking? Oh, man, I'm sorry, I, I have a bad headache today. I can't fucking think straight. The game's done quick. Perfect mm-hmm. example. You'll watch games done quick, and again, I think for anybody that doesn't even know games, uh, th- they do a damn the 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 art the the couch does a damn good job of telling you what's going on. You know, you'll be watching Super Metroid, and somebody will go, and I'm just making this shit up. But they'll be like, "Oh man, he had a, he just did a, a a shift kick off that wall. Oh, and that is a that is a that is a one pixel jump that has to be done. A shift kick for the audience that doesn't know is yada 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 yada. They love doing that, and I ha- kind of have it in my head. That's how shoutcasters of games do it. I also think using real time strategy is the EA Sports thing. It might be like a a, a bit of a step up. I think a a much a little easier step to 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 watch that is something like uh, uh like the fighting game term like Evo. Evo's great because it's not that hard to grasp. There are two characters on that screen, and they will tell you the player who's playing this and the player who's playing that. And you watch them fight, and you watch the fucking meters, and there you go. That I can get hyped in. Uh, I can get real hyped watching Evo because I I can I can see what's going on. I can watch these two health meters going down somewhat equally, and and they're telling me, yeah, he's they're doing these frame perfect blocks and these frame perfect counters and blah 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 blah. Um, I've never watched a real time strategy one, uh, so I really can't. I really shouldn't comment on it. But I feel like for a maybe a beginner audience, maybe a hey world, this is what like shout casting for games like. I think Evo is a good a good place to start you know csgo uh-huh. is another good one yeah bingo first person i love shooter watching as well csgo because, because typically they it's it's one it's it's your view you know you you, you they they'll swap they'll swap from screen to screen and you get to see what they're doing you know they're, 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 there's there's ups and downs for it um yeah sorry we all went on a tangent but that's okay <laughs> that's what the fuck this podcast is about that's why i love it um, anyway, man, I had to sound like a dick about that. It's just, again, it's, fuck, it's a fucking mobile real-time, I mean, a, a mobile def- tower defense game that got stage play, and eh, eh, 
it's not for me. It also if took advantage have, of the Command and Conquer name, too. Yeah, that, yeah. that too. Yeah. I found the whole segment amusing. Uh, just in general, it was like, okay, whatever. And then they said yeah. Command and Conquer, and I was like, really, guys? Wow. <laughs> Uh, Konami makes pachinko machines. Cool. Uh, <laughs> then they went into an anti-bullying thing, which I think most of these conferences did a little bit of. Uh, that's, I mean, it's nice to know. It's nice to hear. Uh, it's good that the community is getting involved in shit like that. Um, it wasn't wasn't too long. They just, I think there was uh, some uh, some organization they were promoting. And then we got Adam's favorite part of the E3 2018. <laughs> oh, no. We had the Anthem trailer. Oh, God. Uh, now, now, this was my second what in the fuck is going on with these people and the planning of these conferences. They started this off with a, and I mean straight started off with a trailer, a little cinematic teaser trailer type deal. Okay, cool. And then they brought these three developers on stage in fucking movie director's chairs for a Q&A. Hey guys, how's the game development going? It's going good. Hey, what did you do with this? We did this. What? This format was very off to me it really toned down what i was expecting to get into with a game such as anthem such as what it was trying to do uh they revealed some class names uh they they stress no loot boxes only cosmetics no pay for power i remember that quote exactly no Mm -hmm. pay for power i still love uh uh I love this story. Final Fantasy fourteen, long time ago. I think the like the third expansion or some shit. Uh, Yoshi P got on stage and they were like, they were asking him questions and they go, "What? A, what about you know loot boxes or uh, paid services? Any of that?" And Yoshi P, who doesn't speak English, said, "No pay to win." And his translator said. Well, I guess you guys don't need me to translate that one for you. <laughs> That's kind of the mentality I got with this guy. He was like, yeah, there's no pay for power here. We're not – all that shit's out of the way. It's only cosmetics, and you will know ahead of time what, you're, what things you're buying. Yeah, mm-hmm. no random. They show to it. Right, right. They showed a little bit of gameplay, uh, which, I mean, I, there was a giant monster with a beam coming out of his stomach. I thought that was pretty cool. It went straight to an underwater segment. Uh, they talked about, you know, the kind of went over just a little bit over what the classes did. Um, and then, and then boom, EA conference was over. Now let's, let's first, let's get the anthem talk out of the way and then we'll, then we'll move on. Um, what, what do y'all think of this anthem now that you've seen another trailer and a little bit of details with it? So... Not only, you know, during the conference, but I also watched a couple of follow-ups. I read a, um, it wasn't even on Reddit, it was on Twitter. One of the devs did a via Twitter AMA um, purely about Anthem. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of inter- very interesting things that came out of that uh, that weren't in the conference. Like there's mm-hmm. not going to be any PvP in the game when it launches. Yeah. So that's something random. Um, yeah. I... I, I'm still not sure how I feel about the game overall, but I do like how you they essentially don't have classes. You have different armors you wear, you know, and that armor right. has a subset of capabilities. So right. you're able to swap, sounds like pretty much on the fly, you know, or at least, you know, before a mission or something, maybe in the middle. I don't know. I don't know if they ever clarified that. Uh, so you can that fit was whatever a little role. detail. 
that was a little detail that I did like to see. Now that you mention it, that it's not actual classes, it's armors that you get into. I love that view of the guy getting into that armor. Mm-hmm. It looked like really padded on the inside. You could see like real intricate detail work of inside the armor you get into. I thought that was a little cool. A cool little uh, brought me back to Titanfall for just a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm still curious about the game. Um, I have no hype for the game. I'm not, you know, excited for anything like that. I'm just kind of curious, waiting to see yeah. what happens with it. Yeah. Uh, definitely boasted a lot of good visuals, which, man, that should be the fucking... I think Huber from Easy Allies said it best. Have we just... Is is everything just photorealism now? Because, oh my God, <laughs> there were so many games at this conference that were like, wow, these graphics, though, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and this was one of them. I mean, the, the, uh, the, the detail work with the actual armors, all the environments around that we got to see. It, it, it's a game. I'll give you that. But I'm, I'm the same way. I'm kind of in the middle. I'm not hype about it. I didn't see anything that made me go, Oh shit. Yeah. I saw some cool things and I saw some, I mean, this, the pseudo mech appeal to it, uh, was pretty cool, but uh, I, I'll wait to see more before I ever make any kind of judgment right now it's 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 very middle ground mm-hmm. yeah it kind of looks like a generic third person action game yeah that that's what i that's what i took from it too and if i, I when i see that i'm 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 thinking well i mean is, is platinum involved no well i mean i'm sorry i'm not you know, sorry that's <laughs> <laughs> just me being a dick uh, so the next very tiny conference was, uh, Tiny Build. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiny Build Games, for those that don't know, there is a, uh, I, the, the, the first time I ever heard of Tiny Build Games was also the same, the first time that I ever heard of Total Biscuit, uh, who passed away this year, uh, unfortunately, a uh, very big figure in the gaming world. Yeah. Uh, especially in the YouTube gaming world. Done a lot of positive things for the for the gaming industry as a whole, but uh, there is a game from Tiny Bill Games called "There's No Time to Explain," and this was <laughs> literally the first uh, YouTube uh, Total Biscuit video I ever watched, and I it was in his "What the Fuck Is" series, WTF is series. Uh, I've watched several, like almost every one of those videos, uh-huh. and. Uh, I don't really know much else about Tiny Build. I haven't really played any other games from Tiny Build. I never even actually played that one. I really just watched that kind of, that one video several times, and that was that was it for me. Uh, but a, a couple games were announced. Uh, uh, there was uh, the, the it was more of a skit uh, conference, kind of like Devolver Digital was. Which, this one, they were mocking the video game industry, which is okay and funny, but that was also done by Devolver Digital last year. So, I didn't really get any new, like, ah, you guys are poking fun at the industry. I got, yeah, we know the industry's fucked, and everybody likes to poke fun at it. They did uh, show a trailer, a teaser trailer for the game, a game coming out called Secret Neighbor. Uh, I know Jack about that game. I've seen a few pictures of that character they show in the trailer here and there, but that, that that's it. I didn't really have yeah. anything else on that on that game. Um, I yeah, know nothing so about it. it. Yep, that's Man. it for that game. Very, very very short conference, like a five seven minute conference. Just it's just a big skit. Is all it was. So then we roll into Microsoft. Uh, uh, yeah. 
I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this right now. Okay. Surprisingly, surprise me that what Microsoft did. One of the, I will deliberate this more as we go throughout this conference, but I'm going to say this is probably one of the better, if not the best conference, uh, this E3. Mm-hmm. And that that says a lot because as we mentioned last episode, uh, Microsoft has a lot going against it. I, I haven't really had too many great Microsoft E3 press conferences off the top of my head by memory. Uh, most of my must-play uh, library games of the past couple of years have been on the PlayStation 4. So I was like, I don't know what the fuck Microsoft is going to announce for me. Uh, not to spoil my own review-ish, but I mean... If 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 it's not just the content and the amount of games that they announced, because they announced a shit ton of games. Did you write uh, down even, their slide? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, but their presentation for this E3 was phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. the fact that they went from game to game to game to game to game. They had some interviews in there. Yes, they had some questions on stage and blah 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 blah. Yes, but it was like. World ex- exclusive show trailer. Move on. World exclusive. Move on. And it's it was it was fast. I like it. They opened the Microsoft press conference with a teaser. Uh, real life. Uh, like the open open not open world, but just real world. Uh, graphics. I, I forget what it actually looked like, but of course the fucking the Master Chief Halo dropped the. Uh, yeah. You you got to see the helmet drop, and then the the music started to play, and it's like, yep, the new the new Halo is coming out called Halo Infinite. Yeah. Using the new subspace engine. Um, but unfortunately, that's really all we got. I mean, I'm gonna assume that the warthog driving across the field was in game, but. Who knows? Yeah, but this, this left me with a bunch of questions um, mm-hmm. because it's, they're calling it Halo Infinite. So is this not Halo Six? Yeah, um, yeah. it's like the and real time strategy one. What was it called? Halo Reach. Halo Wars. That's Halo Wars. Halo Wars. There you go. Yeah. So it's like that. my no. My <laughs> thought is um, first off, they showed. Master Chief, no other Spartans, just some Marines. Right. Um, Which, if I remember you telling us right, that four and five featured other Spartans yeah. too, correct? Okay. Yeah, and they had the, the agent, story, yeah. agent Locke, I believe his name was, who was actually chasing mm-hmm. Master Chief. Um, oh, okay. So, where is he gone now? Is that not part of it? Or is this something, a different game? Um, at the end of the trailer, they showed him slotting an AI into his helmet. Is that Cortana? Ooh. Is that Cortana? What what do, do, what's going on here? Um, yeah. So is this you know a either uh, takes place some other place in the story? It's not even between five and six, but maybe you know between or where would it have to go? I don't even know at this yeah. point. Um, but you know somewhere yeah. else in the timeline, what's going on here? Um, so many questions. And they gave, you know, pretty much no information about it. Yeah, uh, but, but it, it did exactly what a Halo t- teaser trailer would do, and that's make the audience get up and go, fuck yeah, as soon as oh, that yeah. fucking helmet drops. And opening so, with it. Right. Uh, another cool thing about this trailer is as soon as the trailer was out, 
as soon as the trailer was over, Phil Spencer walks out, immediately starts talking about Halo 5. Just immediately. Not, alright guys, so we put 70,000 consoles and this is the, the, no numbers talk. No, no, sh- I don't remember many numbers talk except for the two notes that I took. And Phil Spencer let us know off the bat, we have 50 games to talk about mm-hmm. in this conference and 18 of those are exclusives. I wasn't going to write any of that down until I heard exclusives. And I said, okay, <laughs> 50 games, 18 are exclusives. Okay. Okay, Phil Spencer, yeah. you better fucking wa-. Right then I was like, all right, here we go. So this is going to be, this This right here is going to tell whether or not we're going to give a shit about this this yeah. conference. And they they actually showed 50 games. If not, I think it was yep. actually more than 50, technically. I think it was. Um, yeah. But this is actually more than even the PC gaming show. Right, showed. which oh my god, we'll get to that one. Yeah. Uh, so they showed an uh, Ori Ori in the Blind Forest sequel. I still have yet to play the first. I know that is a Greek tragedy, given that it is a uh, Metroidvania platformer style game. Mm-hmm. I will get to it, audience. Don't worry. Uh, and then they showed a Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. This, oh yes, <laughs> this nice. is the this is the the from software game coming out. Uh, it's oh man, they showed uh, a pseudo uh, uh, cinematic trailer with gameplay in it. Uh, there's a fucking so the the arm teaser shit that we saw for like seven seconds last year is actually that the the guy uh, the character's arm he uses it as he has a grapple hook which he uses in combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a fucking monster power bomb a guy and then hip toss him across the stage. <laughs> oh man, uh. I mean, I, look, it, it's 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 a done fucking deal. Uh, it's a from software game. There's combat in it, and there is a now there's a hook shot grapple mechanic. Uh, I have to go back and rewatch the trailer again to see stuff like stance switching and and all that. But yeah, this 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 looks like it's gonna be right up my alley. Uh, from software has a lot a lot of positive credit. Uh, it's going to be really hard to fuck that up for me. Yeah, I, um, I saw something interesting about this um, on another uh, discussion about it where they had uh, talked to them, done an interview or something or whatever. Apparently the game doesn't focus as much on, like, health, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, a t- traditional mm-hmm. health bar. It's yeah. more based on the... Uh, combat itself you know what stance you're in what you attack with how what your timing is on your blocks or parries or whatever you know so it's a lot different when it comes to that kind of combat style and from what I'm seeing again from this from this conference this year, there's a lot of games like this. Like you're 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 going to have a healthy dose once all these games are released of action sword combat style mm-hmm. gameplay. And I'm all I'm I'm all for that. Uh, so Fallout 76 got talked about next for a little bit. Uh, it is a prequel. Yep. Uh, the two the two big notes that I took from this is that they quoted this game is four times the size of Fallout Four. Yep. Now this is curious for me, uh, Adam. Have you played Fallout Four? Yep. Uh, Chris, have you? Yep. Okay. Have the both of you played Fallout Three? Yep. Yep. Well, I Perfect. Have. I mean, I didn't beat it, but I played through most of it. That. 
good good enough. Would you say the Fallout Four map is bigger, less than, or around the same size as Fallout Three? Like the the, uh, the world map, the size. The world map's probably less horizontally big and more vertically big. Hmm. Okay. Because that, like, I guess they have to use that one as a reference. You know, it's Fallout Four. Right, it's, it's pretty. It, it, don't get me wrong. Fallout Four is huge. Yeah. Right. Right. And they're saying this one's supposed to be four times as big. So that's, I mean, that's a positive thing. Sure. Uh, you better be did, if you're going to make a multiplayer game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that got, that was later. That, this was just a, uh, a teaser type deal. Uh, I think their, their actual press conference, they actually went into the details of what it was. Mm-hmm. But at this point, all I knew is it's four times as big as Fallout 4 and cool. I did see a, uh, I, I, I don't know the actual German pronunciation, but the Garsweiler, I thought that was pretty cool. That's, that's that gigantic fucking earth moving, uh, bucket thing, uh, bucket oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, I saw the them. I saw that in the map. I was e- like, excavator oh. thing. Yeah, the yeah. big yeah. excavator. Excavation, so, the game. Uh, real quick, the Fallout 3 map is bigger than Fallout 4 by 16%. Okay. Okay, so I guess that's still even not a. So big, I was right, yeah. <laughs> not a not a huge deal yeah. anyway. I mean, it's it's big, big, which is good. Like I said, All right. Fallout uh, Four is more vertical. Yeah, it is. Um, have either of you watched the uh, documentary interview thing uh, put out by No Clip on YouTube? Mm-mm. Okay, so they actually sat down like six weeks ago with Bethesda and talked Fallout 76 development. Um, So between the conference, the uh, follow-up interviews, and this documentary, there is so much information about Fallout 76 now. Um, Wow. And my my biggest takeaway from this, uh, something that I found really interesting uh, in the documentary, they say that Fallout 76 is the result of them considering adding multiplayer to Fallout 4. Huh. They start talking about Fallout 4 multiplayer, and they're like, eh, eh, and then, you know, they really liked the idea of it, but it just didn't fit with the game, you know, as it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The development time and all that was too much, so they scrapped it. Uh, or they, I wouldn't say they scrapped it. They decided not to do that for Fallout 4, but they didn't want to just get rid of it. They wanted to do it. Right. So right. they did all this work, got the net code from uh, Quake is what they're using for the net code. Uh, brought in the, all these development teams working on it, and it evolved into Fallout 76. Um, right. The 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 big things for me there is um, they basically said there's not going to be any other humans other than mm-hmm. players. Uh, mm-hmm. Even if you're playing solo, you're still going to run into other players. Uh, Chris, I want you to put a pin in this one because yeah. Fallout seventy six is going to be in Bethesda's, and okay. I took all most of my notes in that one. All right, sure. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna push this on because oh man, I'm I'm watching this page like not move. Damn. <laughs> no, we, so well, this there was it's it's an E three press conference, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if we're not doing four hours, somebody's doing seven. Trust me. Uh, so the next game was Captain Spirit, a Square Enix game. Uh, it's set in the same art style as the Life is Strange universe. Uh, 
I mean, yeah, it it's, is it's, a universe. It's, it's compl- yeah, yeah. It's com- it is in a universe. Sorry, uh, it's supposed to be one hundred percent completely free. Uh, it's supposed to have it. It should have some details about the Life is Strange universe as well. Have some tie-ins and 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 mentions and nods and whatnot. It's roughly about two to four hours long. It's supposed to be. I mean, yeah, it's it's a kid playing pretend and sure. Uh, I haven't played those other two games, so I don't. I don't know. I've, I've watched let's plays of them, but I haven't played them myself. Um, yeah, it's 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 a kid playing pretend. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Crackdown three. Uh, my only note in here was I hope I hope Terry Crews does the voice for that character in that game because you can't have that fucking trailer with him talking over all that and being <laughs> Terry Crews, and then we get the game and it's like the guy that did fucking Spawn. You yeah. Know? That, that doesn't work. Uh, good news for you, Chris. Automata is getting an Xbox One enhanced version. You're yeah. gonna get that right. You're gonna get that right. I might. <laughs> you know, here's oh, here's no. the thing. Do it. Do it. And get your own opinion. That's Here, fine. Exactly. Here's the thing. I've heard, you know, basically all the shit you've placed on it, and uh-huh. I respect your opinion, of course. But uh-huh. I hear people say that this is their game of the year. I know. And I, it, I heard that too. That's why I picked it up. Not not just on you know random people, but people whose opinions are generally you know uh, to be trusted, if that's the way to put it. So I'm really curious now, and I it's one of those games that I'm probably going to have to play just so I can finally get an opinion for myself. And if uh, I had a way on Steam to share my game with you or give it to you or borrow, I would totally. Totally, because mm-hmm. I know that this has got to be another one of those times in life where it's just this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is this game is like nine point five out of ten for millions of people. I it just rubbed me all kind of wrong ways, and that's fine. You know, it's just it's just the way life works. If you do like it, you do enjoy it. Maybe together we can figure out some more shit that I was confused on, but. <laughs> Uh, for the audience as a whole, it was announced that Xbox One is getting an enhanced version. Uh, it's coming soon. Yep, Become as God's Edition, June twenty sixth. Right. Which, which is yeah, that's actually something from the game. So of course they do that. Uh, Metro Exodus, uh, which is another in the long line of yes. Metro games. Uh, good voice. Uh, the thing about the, the thing that I noticed about the Metro Exodus one, and there were other ones that did the same thing as well, is that the guy that did the voice for all for that whole trailer has a really good voice. He has a, a good way of making a bringing a character to life. But when those character when those people simply read off of a script, and I can tell it's off a script, it just it loses it for me. Uh, the graphics look good. And it's a new Metro game. They were. Th- this is the one that was playing the. Uh, oh, they, there's a key fucking song from. Uh, I want to say Snatch. That's where I know it from. But anyway, I have a Metro game in my Steam library. I have yet to play it, so I I couldn't have fallen over. I have this all one. of them. Haven't played them. Right. Uh, I'm sure they're good, but I don't know jack about it. So cool, you guys are getting a Metro game. I mean, you know the basic premise behind the game, right? Um, it's set in like a uh, Russian nuclear fallout thing with like mm-hmm. monsters, and maybe. Li- and everybody's living in the metro tunnels, basically. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, it's 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 in my <laughs> it's in the, the backlog. Every time I say that, I need to start adding an echo to it. I, could, I got about go. I got about four or five hours into the first game, and I just couldn't take it anymore. <clears throat> really? Yeah. It's one of those games that where they they throw monsters at you, but then they starve you for ammo. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah at least yeah. that's how the that's how the first one played. I heard the second one was better, and yeah, I just I can't play the second one, so I beat the first one. That's yep. just the way I am. So then, guys, we got the first E3 uh, trailer for the Kingdom Hearts game that's coming to uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. It was noted here because it's coming to Xbox for the first time. This is true. Mm -hmm. This is going to be the first first Kingdom Hearts on an Xbox console. Uh, With this first one, because there was like, I don't know, 27 more after the fact, with this first trailer, we saw some new areas. Uh, Oh, and by the way, for anybody listening to this episode right now, and especially for Adam and Chris, because I know they did a lot of homework of E3 before E3, I'm trying to talk about of this as of, of equally to my perspective where I did no homework so there may have been 27 Kingdom Hearts 3 trailers out before this conference I didn't see a single one and everything in this conference was pretty much new to me uh, speaking particularly of this trailer it showed uh, Tangled there you're going to see characters from Tangled and the areas from Tangled frozen characters frozen mm-hmm. areas uh, I think thought i saw a final fantasy 15 character i could be wrong though but this was just a quick little typical uh uh kingdom hearts teaser trailer uh yeah. I mean, it is what it is the big the big one for this trailer was just the, i think this was the premiere of frozen entangled right right and then the, and the f- later ones show other worlds yeah, and and again, especially the fact that this is now coming to Xbox. So yeah. I I I don't know. You know what? I know that there isn't one on Nintendo. I don't know if there's. I don't know if the Kingdom Hearts games have ever made it to Steam or PC. I don't think they did. Yeah, but, but either way, so. either PS way, Kingdom Two, I think was it yeah. PS Two and uh, PS Three. Yeah, because PS Three started PSP. getting some remixes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good God. All right, so then we move on to one of the uh, no one will be seated for breaks because we saw Sea of Thieves DLC and another Battlefield Five trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, sea of Thieves is, is man uh, again. This is I'm, I hope people out there are enjoying Sea of Thieves, but I even just from the gameplay and trailers, I didn't see anything that really yeah. drove me to play it. You know, uh, and you got go ahead. I, I will give them the trailer was amusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it had some humor to it, which is good. But uh, and then we uh, saw a uh, Battlefield Five trailer as well. Uh, we got some Forza, Forza Horizon Zero Four, uh, for, Forza Horizon. <laughs> I almost said Forza Horizon Zero. Forza Zero Dawn. Battle Royale. Guys, I'm telling you, somebody <laughs> out there is going to make a fucking list of all the video games that I have created on this podcast because, good God, I keep making two, three new ones every episode. <laughs> we got to see Forza, Forza Horizon 4. Uh, yeah. This is for the racing people out there, and I'm telling you, the, the fucking ve- the vehicles and the terrain still look as beautiful as fucking ever. Yeah. But I'm easy to please, man. I've been pleased since Gran Turismo 3 back on the PlayStation 2, so... I think uh, I think this might be the Forza game I need to play. Because I've played the other ones, and I don't like just the plain, you know, track racing uh, Forza. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'd like this. It's got that uh, same feeling I got from the crew, 
Um, and apparently Horizon did it first. So I recommend to everybody out there to go check the Easy Allies. I think their second day of uh, or their first or second day review, and uh, you 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 can hear uh, Daniel Bloodworth talk about Forza because he's a big racing guy, and uh, yeah, this game is he he's like he was turning the easy the other some of the other allies over to to getting this game that aren't in a racing games uh some some notes about this game it's it is a shared world Mm -hmm. so you just log on and you and different people can race together can just go drive around together uh all over the terrain on world off world uh it is a solid stock 60 frames per second which is uh, i'm not a fucking frames per second snob by any means but trust me when you see a beautifully crafted down to the pixel detail quality racing game the way the cars look you're gonna want them at 60 frames per second Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm all about pumping more and more and more graphics capabilities into racing games for those people because man they look it looks beautiful uh and that's on the xbox one of course uh, and uh, there's seasons. Uh, they showed a little, a little bit of demoing of, of how all four seasons can change the terrain. Mm-hmm. Most notably, uh, when winter rolled around, like th- there was a giant river that they dr- or lake they drove around. But when winter rolled around, it had completely frozen the river over, uh, the lake yep. over, and they were driving on top of the ice. And I, yeah, that's uh, cool. That's cool. Yep. Uh, and the seasons yeah, are every. It's either week or two weeks. Right. They rotate, right, right. Um, they uh, they they were really pushing the seasons button. So, just in that in that game is the the seasons are supposed to play a big deal. Uh, yeah. So, cool. Uh, Microsoft Studios stuff. Sure. Yep. They acquired uh, they five to, studios. They got yep. Uh, they talked about uh, We Happy Few, talked about PUBG, Tales of Vesperia, Definitive Edition, and The Division. I mean, cool. The the Division 2, I'm still of the opinion that I don't know if they'll change things enough to keep me, you know, make me want to play it again. I never beat The Division. Um, Even the main storyline I didn't beat. Uh, Division 2 is interesting it seems like it's more the same uh until mm-hmm. you get to end game which right. i couldn't make it to that's end pretty game. much every mmo <laughs> that's it, sad the, the not, end game is kind of where they kinda not necessarily you, they kind of they kind of push you towards the end game and try to get you to clear the higher level content is usually where they'll go sometimes they'll have little offshoots but i mean and i also don't compare this to a normal mmo you know this is more like destiny where it's mm-hmm. not true MMO, you know, even though it's got some similarities, but Damn. that's... They're mentioning, even, they're mentioning did, raids and stuff now. I was like... Uh, yeah. I didn't uh, even make that comparison until you mentioned it. Yeah, it's, I definitely got like a Destiny-style t- Destiny vibe mm-hmm. from what I was watching. Well, it was essentially a competitor. I mean... Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, Destiny players played the Division and then a lot of them went back to Destiny <laughs> from what mm-hmm. I've seen. That's um, it one just, of those things where you got to keep people around once they hit max level. You can't let them just kind of sit on their yeah. laurels, or else. But my leave. issue, my issue was I could I didn't even get to max level. I couldn't tolerate the just the level and grind trying to get there. It wasn't yeah. well done. The drops weren't done well. The world map wasn't done well. I just overall didn't enjoy my time as a whole. Uh, Wait, are you talking about Division or are you talking about Division. Legend of Dragoon? 
Oh, snap. <laughs> so the Xbox Games Pass collage montage omelette du mm-hmm. fromage played next. Cool. Bunch of Xbox Games Passes got announced. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. New Tomb Raider trailer uh, and a Black Desert trailer. Uh, Black Desert trailer seemed to tick a lot of people off because they didn't, people that didn't know that that was Black Desert didn't know what awesome game they were looking at. And then they found out it was Black Desert. And they're like, oh, wait, that's that MMORPG. And it's like, yeah, man, it's, if wow. you like that trailer, you might like the game. Who knows? You skipped over all the indies, didn't you? Um, the, hey, if you got to go for it, have at <laughs> I it. I mean, I, none of them jumped out at me. Um, me but there are 20 there. of them. Um, yeah. the, I know for a lot of people, uh, Super Meat Boy Forever. You know, yes, Super Meat yes. Boy is a, a hit. And Warhammer Vermintide 2. I hadn't heard of that, but it looked kind of interesting. So I'll probably be checking that one out. I have had uh, Vermintide 1 pushed in my face for a while now. And I keep hearing about it and hearing about it. Mm-hmm. And the only Warhammer that I've ever played was Warhammer uh 50k 40k 40k yeah, xbox 360 game uh so i i don't know if vermintide is good cool yep, it's getting a yep. sequel warhammer kind of pours out their license to anybody that's willing to make a game <laughs> so it, it doesn't it does it it wouldn't surprise me if it's like a card game and then the next one's a first person shooter and then the next <laughs> one's a real-time strategy and then it goes to like some kids game that teaches you your ABCs yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're willing to That's give fair. their license to whoever to make a game so at this, point. this is all you gotta do uh, you, got, you gotta give your license to Platinum when you want that action game to come back and you gotta <laughs> give it to you gotta give it to uh, uh, CD Projekt Red when you want a visceral RPG style mm-hmm. and uh, you don't ever 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 give it to EA <laughs> uh, now if watch EA when you're watch, ready for it to die. Seven thousand people are gonna email me. You didn't know the four Warhammer EA games? No, I don't. No, I'm glad I don't. Uh, Rip. Devil May well, Cry. Hold on, let's oh, back sorry. up a minute because I got caught up on I'm you ba- skipping okay. Andes. I'm um, backing up. Uh, so Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, it looks like it's gonna be good. I mean, it's continuing with the trend. You know, the darker Tomb Raider. The, uh, you know. All the stuff that made the last two enjoyable looks to still be there, you know, and improved upon. Now, so. I don't have I don't have anything else written down for new Tomb Raider trailer except for a trailer. Was that wasn't there wasn't there like a gameplay segment in another conference? Uh, yeah. If that one or didn't have it, it was a different one. Yeah, yeah. All I got written down for this was uh, Tomb Raider trailer. Uh, so, oh, well, Square Enix showed it. I think. Oops, hit my Bingo. mic. Square Enix yes. is the one that had it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that's why I kind of ran over it because it okay. was it, this was just a quick trailer for the new Tomb Raider game and a quick trailer for Black mm-hmm. Desert. We'll Spoilers. talk more in depth whenever we get down to where they are. Oh, yeah. they also showed she's, the thing for Session. Um, Session skateboarding game. Oh, oh yeah. I don't, okay. <laughs> I mean. Uh, I like skateboarding games, oh, so yeah, I'll probably like check it out. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You like the, uh, yeah. That's Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 been playing. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm curious to see what a, it looks to be an, a big improvement, you know, graphically and whatnot. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. play skate and stuff like that, so I didn't have you know, that as a comparison. It looks interesting, so I'll be probably checking it out. Uh, if they're did, not utilizing the Havoc engine to have compound fractures, they're missing out. <laughs> 
want to. It's, it's, I want to see how fun. my guy dies when he falls down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a paraplegic. Isn't that what skate does? Yeah, I, I, I think, think it was. Skate it shows you the you bone, the board, and in bones, the X-ray and, things. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that was the best part. I want to see the bones. I want. I want to see the bone out. I want to see oh, the kid off. The, I want to see him <laughs> off the skateboard on the ground, going ah, and open the, fracture, yeah. with yeah. bone sticking out, hey, blood squirting hey, everywhere. I'm gonna tell you right now. After the shit I had to put up with with uh, the fucking Last of Us Two oh, this yeah. year, I don't want to hear nothing. Oh yeah, I don't want to hear nothing. That's fair. All right, so moving on, <laughs> moving on. Devil May Cry Five. Yep. I'll tell you right now, and sh- and my wife was here with me when I was watching most of these. I was pissed off at first when I saw this. I was the out of everybody else's reactions and shit who I watched. I was the only asshole who got pissed off when the van drove by and it showed it showed Devil May Cry on the side. I was like, I immediately was yes, 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 we're gonna do Devil May Cry, and then they shot inside and showed a guy with short hair, and I was like. Fuck no! It's that version from D. No, no, no. That's not. That's actually Nero. You dumb asshole. That's not. <laughs> that's, that's not. I was so pissed off. I was start breaking I was blowing, shit. I was blowing the whole trailer off, and then when I saw the arm shit, I was like, oh, oh, okay. Uh, so you got to see a, a teaser a cinematic trailer for Devil May Cry 5, uh, th- uh, and this was the first one of several uh, trailers that I had an issue with. Not with the trailer, but with EA, uh, E3 and their camera work, because they showed the DMC5 trailer, and right at the end, when they had the teaser playing with Dante actually on it, riding a fucking motorcycle toward the camera, they, they pulled away from the main screen, and the camera just started going up in the mm-hmm. air. So it zoomed out when you wanted to see arguably the most important fucking part of that trailer. Did but, you go back and watch it? Um, I went uh, like the actual one. Yeah, yeah like on the after website. the fact. Yeah, I seen the the uh, the hobo version. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, hey, it's it is what it is. Uh, they they brought Itsuno on the stage, and which I thought was fucking awesome, and I. Uh, in English, he told people, uh, the, well, not him, but the other guy said, it's, it's Uno and DMC are back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made this game for you, the Devil May Cry fans. Awesome. Good to know. Uh, I also like how they poked a severe, obvious jab at DMC. And they were like, you know, fans have been asking for a true sequel to Devil May Cry 4 for years mm-hmm. now. And I was like, oh, which they're not wrong. They're not wrong. I don't I haven't played it. I don't know. I don't think DMC is in the timeline of Devil May Cry 4. So they're not if that's true, they're not wrong. You know, <laughs> if they want if we wanted an actual sequel, we damn sure got it. Uh, but that was my first, like, jump out of the chair, fuck yeah moment. Uh, sad it was capped off initially with a, man, I, I was so mad. I was such a <laughs> pissy little asshole. I was like, man, fuck, I don't want that version. I hate that version. And I was like, no, that's, uh, that's Nero. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> uh, got a quick teaser trailer for a new Cuphead DLC. I'm yeah. all about that. Cuphead's getting more content. Mm, nice. So, th- w- is there anything in this trailer particular, Chris, that you saw that jumped out to you of interest? Um, not really. Uh, mainly that, you know, there's a new character. So you're going to have yeah. three characters. That was the that would, big thing. 
that was the one that got me. It was that it's it, it doesn't matter if it's a girl or not, but it was first off, it's a new character. Yeah. So I was like, yay! And they were like, yeah, it's a, a chalice, as I think is her name. Yeah, cool. Oh, I, I still flows with the same aesthetic appeal that game has. Mm-hmm. I'm good stuff. Good to know. Cuphead's getting some more content. Uh, and then it was made known that uh, everything that you were about to see, this of course was Mr. Phil Spencer, I believe, uh, everything else that you were about to see in the remaining part of this trailer was a world premiere no one has seen before. So this is Kip, this is him getting up on stage and letting you know, hey, we know some shit has been leaked, we know some shit's come out, but nobody has seen this shit, so buckle in. Yeah. Point of fact, though, he did not say Xbox exclusive. Right. I watched that section a couple times to make sure I didn't miss that. All he says is everything else you see is a world premiere no one has seen before. He <laughs> did not follow it up with these are all Xbox exclusives. So if anything, this was them. This is their chance to get out there and, sh- and show like quick teasers for what it was. And again, this was pretty much back to back to back world premiere. Show the thing. World premiere. Show the thing. And I, I I loved it. I loved, I loved the pacing of this conference. Uh, man, here we go. Right, right off the bat. Again, me and my wife are watching this. She doesn't know much of this anime shit in the world like mm-hmm. I do. Uh, I didn't know the first screen what I was seeing, but when I saw the when I saw Frieza's ship, I said, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. And then I saw, I think it was Naruto from the back was shown, and then it mm-hmm. was the fucking guy from One Piece, and I was like, oh, guys, I can tell you in the audience right now, okay, I have only watched Dragon Ball Z. I haven't watched uh, any of the other anime that was shown, except for the the, the quick tease at the end with uh, Death Note, but I have not seen any of these other animes. I can't get hype about them like anybody else can, but... I was so fucking excited for this game. It's called Jump Force. It is basically mm-hmm. a fucking anime Smash Brothers. This is not the first time this has been done. This is not the first game that has done this, but this is this is like a big thing for 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 us in the US. We're getting a fucking fighting game, uh maybe like in the style and gameplay of Dragon Ball Fighter Z, but it's yeah. going to have anime characters from all over anime dumb. That's exactly uh, what it reminded me of. They show Goku, they showed Frieza, they showed the guy from One Piece, they showed the guy from Naruto, and they teased a Death Note character at the end. You know that's not going to be all of them. You know there's more coming. Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a quick little cinematic teaser, but man, I, again, as soon as I saw Freezer's ship, I was, I was on the edge. Like, Nunny, what is this? What, what am I watching? And then it showed all the fighting and, ah. Oh, I am happy for the people that are happy about this. I'm happy mm-hmm. for people that are that are that are getting this this style of game that they want. That's that's awesome. Um so then they showed Dying Light 2. Uh I think Chris Avalon was talking about it. Uh mm-hmm. they talked about Fallout 2, talked about Planescape, Icewind Dale, and they talked about New Vegas. Um Yeah, I, I Dying Light 2 right. looks really good yeah did you play the first it, one no i i haven't but i've seen a little bit of gameplay um but this is another one of those games where uh if if it keeps looking this good then i may have to go back and play the first one so i can play this one uh, yeah a lot of good mechanics yeah 
Um, oh, and I'm sorry. I, I totally. Uh, Chris Avalon was the was the writer, director, producer, or something. He's a very important person in Fallout Two. He has a lot of games that he has written for uh, Fallout Two, Planescape, Icewind Dale, New Vegas. So, uh, yeah, good to know. I mean, it's gonna. It's obviously that's gonna have real good writing, and that's 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 real good to go. Uh, I just want to say right now, end of time cast. Uh, I called this. <laughs> I wanted on record that oh, I called shit. this. I definitely called this shit. Well, let me let me let me let me let's let's be factual about this before I get well actually like a motherfucker. Yep. Uh, this was something that I said that I wanted. I said that I thought it was time. Uh, I don't have the actual quote because I didn't go back to last episode and listen. But so, screen pops up black. Some some bubbles come across the screen, text here and there, yada yada yada. Boom! Battletoad shit gets announced. I was like, oh fuck yes, I called it nice. <laughs> uh, don't know anything about this game. We don't know what the gameplay is like. We don't. All we know is it's a Battletoads game. It's coming out. Oh, cool. I told you they Couch. only have to make uh, like you know the first level and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Couch co-op um, for three players. Yeah. That hey. Good. You know what? You know what three you're going to be playing. <laughs> uh, Just Cause 4 had a very flashy trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it was Just Cause 4 getting announced uh, officially on E3. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some cool stuff. There was some weather effects being shown, yada, yada, yada. But More little toys uh, for you to play with. Yeah. Little rocket There's boosters more. and stuff you could put on stuff. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's more to talk about Just Cause 4 and the Square Enix thing, but just this little trailer, I mean, autumn, right off the bat, I was feeling like, well, I, I need more than this, guys, and mm-hmm. I'm going to be the complete asshole and say that I need to know, and this goes to the other conference as well, I'm not going to be sold on Just Cause 4 until I know how fucking big that map is. Uh, I've told y'all I played Just Cause 2 is on my fucking wall solely, damn near solely, just for the size of that map, just for the scale that game uh, portrays to you. Just Cause 2, I mean, Just Cause 3, I've played for a little while. It was kind of mediocre. Most people say they don't like it at all. I, I got to know some more. I need to know. I need to know. I don't care about whether there are cool things I can do, which were announced later. I need to know the size of this map. And, of course, with this little flashy trailer, you, I didn't get that. All right. Same. So, same size as Just Cause 3 with more landmass. Uh, I, I didn't Less well, I water, know how big. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. That's about uh, it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. I'd have to go back and compare those two as well. It's uh, this is this is just something I'm really fucking nitpicky about because that's the draw that to that game for me. I already know that they have multiple upon multiple mechanics to go fuck around in that world. I want to know that I can do it on something that's that's physically the size of Texas. Like that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, next teaser, second to last uh, thing from Microsoft. Oh boy started to see some gear shit and i was like oh yeah okay okay good yeah gears is coming gears coming back good to know good enough wait wait whoa 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 (laughs) because a fucking funko pop gears of war character busted through the screen yeah and i was i was fucking if i had papers in my hand i would have threw them in the air (laughs) i was i was i was tipping over shit and what 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 what, you took, took a sip of water and spit it out 
I did. I did. <laughs> what world do we live in where that yeah, way, way to keep in tune with the fucking gaming world, guys? Yeah, Funko Pop. That that's what I you know when I was playing Gears of War 3, I was like, man, I sure hope Gears of War 4 has Funko Pop shit. Oh, whatever. Uh, something called Gears Tactics, I think, is what that was yeah. about a mobile a mobile game. Well, no, sure. Gears Pop is the mobile game. Oh God, Gears Ooh. Tactics is a different game. Yeah, and then there was Gears Five, yeah, which they had a cinematic trailer for. Uh, I will say that the cinematic trailer to Gears Five got me a little interested. A little, yeah, little, some good act, some good voice acting in there. A little bit of story draw and appeal. Mm-hmm. Definitely was present. Uh, I I I was feeling that guilt of not having played Gears of War four and five. So uh, <laughs> Gears of War four. So I was like, man, I don't know. I feel like this is like a direct continuation, but I don't know what happened. But man, whatever's going on on the screen is it's in, it's intriguing. It's yeah, interesting. Same here. I haven't played any of them. This is another one. I'm like, I need to know what's going on. Should I be invested right. in this? Yeah. And then. And then, uh, and this was the trailer part. Again, we'll talk about more when it gets to the the later section. Uh, the a Cyberpunk uh, twenty seventy seven trailer was shown. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I mean it was another trailer. It had some cool shit in it, and it got me interested. But I wanted more, and it's like they heard me because they said <laughs> we're going to give you more. I should have known they were going to give me more, but I, yeah. I, I really wasn't expecting what I got uh, later down the way. And apparently, in between the Gears 5 and Cyberpunk thing, there was a comment made that they're working on the next console. Wow. I completely missed that when I was watching it. I'd, yeah, I think I think Jeff Gersman mentioned that uh, that they're like, oh yeah, we're you know uh, we're gonna make another uh, Xbox console, but whatever. Like that, yeah. uh, it's so loosely casually, yeah. that I missed it. Missed it completely. Yep. But again, I, I I don't care. <laughs> I'm not looking for a new console from any generation right now. Well, you're going to get, get two new consoles here soon. I guess so. And uh, I'm getting this so will, much this will go play more out into of... the Bethesda section. Yeah, but I'll I'll yeah. explain. Yeah. All right, that leads us into Bethesda. Oh yeah. Woo. All right. Which started out with Fallout. Of course, it starts out with Fallout. This is their conference. Uh, I was kind of getting the same vibes, like same trailer vibes, but no, it was it's the same song, just a different trailer, cut differently. Uh, they gave a Twitch link for some free stuff. Um, it was a quick teaser trailer. That's all it was. Uh, they did the the new Bethesda thing they like to do, which is showing you know developers as real people. That's I mean, people get so a- anal about that, and I'm like, whatever, man. They're they're just showing you that they have lives too. <laughs> and when you hear the horror stories of, you know, I'm a video game developer, and of the 365 days of the year, I have worked 360, uh, and all of them have been 13 hours a day. Uh, you kind of, it's nice to know that. You know they they they're they're getting to have some kind of life. Uh-huh. Just, just just create some realism with them. I've got no problem with it. Uh, second thing I want to say that I kind of called, but I really didn't. I just wish I did. I wish I directly called it. In this little opening trailer that they gave, I saw Doom and Wolfenstein in the same fucking trailer. I was like, oh yeah, yes, Doom and Wolfenstein in the same E3. Good, good. And then Andrew WK got up on stage and started playing. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. 
Okay, so this is something else that people are so fucking antsy about. And number one, yeah. off the bat, I like Andrew WK. I like his music's pretty cool. He, it, it's, it's the whole fucking party mentality. I, it's whatever. I like it. But the fact that he was on stage was because up to this point, I believe the Rage 2 trailers that we saw, he played that song live. That's all it was. Uh, but it was so fucking crazy seeing people in the audience like dumbfounded yes like andrew wk who is a the the party hard guy is up on stage banging and slashing around and singing his song and performing for people and it cuts to the audience and they're just standing there they're just standing there some are on their phone so i'm like i out dude i would so be in that audience fucking thrashing <laughs> around come on man have some fun you nerds just punch come an old on. lady and sling her to the ground and mosh pit yeah tom hat todd Howard. uh the only thing that I really took away from the Rage 2 trailer uh, from what they were talking about was that if you can see it, you can drive it. Apparently, every single vehicle in that game is drivable. I guess they have mm-hmm. a large variety of drivable vehicles. Uh, there was some haha law talking head commercial thing, uh, and that was whatever. And I guess they have a force push type ability in it. I don't know. Again, I never played the first Rage. Nothing about this really appealed to me. I'm sure that this is out there for some people. For you, you yeah. know, tongue out, uh, punk rock, uh, throw the horns up. We're so rad crazy. I don't know. I, I, I'm i still having a hard time really getting into this game, you know, as far as, uh, you know, any hype. It looks like an okay game. I just... It hasn't shown me anything that has hooked me in, you know. Same here. I didn't get hyped for the first game. This game is no different. Yeah. Sorry, Andrew WK. Your performance was great, though. Good job, brother. Your performance was in vain. (laughs) Yeah, that's the the way to say it, too. That's the lotus flaws from the cherry tree. Elder Scrolls Legends, a card game uh, re-release, and the... The trailer was about 75% of just showing people holding their phones. That's what I took away from that. Uh, so I moved right along. <laughs> uh, Elder Scrolls Online content was coming. Uh, Somerset, I believe it's called. It actually looks really fucking cool. Again, for those that are in the Elder Scrolls environment that are all about that, it was your it, the updated visuals and all that, and I keep hearing there is a shit ton of really good story in the Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, there's a guy I work with that plays this. He says it's probably one of the greatest games of all time. Wow. Gotta take his word with a grain of salt, but get to hear about it a lot. And, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, it's apparently, apparently it's a pretty awesome game. I can't, I can't, I know tell, it's, if uh, can't tell if you're being real right now. Uh, my, my, I know it's lore My heavy. tongue is slightly into my cheek a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. It might be Sorry, like Chris. popped out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so next we got the announcement that I again, it's good stuff to see, awesome stuff to see. Doom sequels coming. Doom Eternal is what it's going to be called. I was so fucking sure it was going to be called Doom Two Hell on Earth because that's what the fucking visuals portrayed that it was earth and it was torn to pieces and that's what i want i love the the 
the idea of Doom Guy being on Mars or moons of Mars or anywhere else in space fighting demons, bravo, awesome. 2016 Doom, fucking awesome. You want to appeal to me? This, the, you do the same thing that Jurassic Park should have done. You bring that shit to the city. You know, you bring it to urban areas and have demons go crazy. Uh, and that's what this is supposed to, sh- that's what it showed anyway. Uh, it is a sequel. It is not DLC. Uh, twice as many demons are going to be in this game. Tw- twice, so there's going to be twice as many new demons. That's awesome to know. Uh, they're supposed to be debuting at QuakeCon in August. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I saw the Doom guy wearing uh, a stylistic version of his old school armor at the very end of that trailer. Which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, anything new Doom, uh, especially new Doom 2016. God, I hope to God Mick Gordon. I'm pretty sure Mick Gordon's back on that soundtrack. He better be. He better be. Uh, Quake Champions trailer. Uh, cool. They're it, they're they're doing a heroes slash class style. Uh, the thing that I took away from this is I did not hear the uh, announcer. That's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear quad damage and all that, but. I didn't get that. And I've been out of the Quake game for, regrettably, a long time, so it, it's coming. Uh, Prey is getting an update, new modes. There's a, a story mode, a new game plus mode, a survival mode. Uh, Typhon Hunter, I think is what it was called. Or no, uh, five, yeah. Oh, yeah, where five players actually play as mimics. Uh, have either yeah. of you two played Prey yet? Um, no. No. Um, Typhon Hunter, though, is basically Prop Hunt from uh, Gary's Mod. Ah, okay. So it's uh, something that other games have done. I think even Call of Duty has a version of it. Right. Um, I think the big thing for Prey here wasn't that. That's a good, you know, stream game, party game, whatever, you know, group of people playing. Yeah. Uh, the big thing here was the Moon Crash DLC. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. Which I've heard a lot of great things about so far. Okay. Um, it's essentially you have to you have five crew members and you have to ex- uh, have them all escape in a certain way from this place mm-hmm. uh, but there's certain things that are randomized every time you go in the level or the map so to speak because uh, the base itself and I, I don't know much about the game other yeah. than what I've seen a little bit I've seen and what I've heard yeah. but the base you're in that you're trying to escape from the rooms stay the same but the enemies, the loot, even the doors are randomized. So when you go through wow. once, this door may be wide open. Next time, you have to find some key or something to open it. Wow. Uh, hmm. Or something like that. So it's pretty cool, and it sounds like it's a lot of uh, replay value. Yeah. Or it's a lot of... I don't even know if I'd call it replay, because your replay is going to be trying to beat it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have a time limit, essentially, to do it in. Right. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Prey's getting some more cool stuff. Good to know. Uh, Wolfenstein 2 is getting a Switch release. It's going to be called Young Blood. Uh, it was a tease. It was a cinematic type trailer. It featured uh, BJ's uh, twin daughters. Uh, it's, hopefully, it's going to be co op. I think co op was actually announced. And yeah, I mean, good. This did is, did uh, you just push those together, those two things? What's that? Wolfenstein 2 on Switch is different than Wolfenstein Young Blood. Uh, oh, yeah, that, okay, I, it's the way that I took my notes, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Wolfenstein is getting a, it, it, uh, Wolfenstein 2 is getting a Switch release. Yeah. There is a sequel coming out, uh, it's either mm-hmm. a, uh, well, well, that's it's up in the air, sequel. though. Yeah. Okay. Are we sure it's a sequel? I because believe, 
Maybe. Trying to, trying to figure out how this is going to fit in the storyline uh, and where it's going to fit and all that, which is why it's being debated as it may be just DLC. But either way, there is new Wolfenstein content coming out. It is called Young Blood. It features BJ's twin daughters and hopefully, uh, supposedly supposed to have some co-op in it. Good Wolfenstein note. It is, it is at this point in the the uh, conference that I realized that Doom, Wolfenstein, and Quake are all in this same conference. And I think that's fucking awesome for life. Our good buddy, our good friend, we, we know him, we love him, Todd Howard, got on stage. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Todd Howard is so good on stage. Uh, good, good humor. Mm-hmm. Feels like feels like he gets his audience and gets the gaming audience as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a oh, I, man. I love this. The Skyrim Alexa uh, <laughs> commercial thing was fucking awesome. That so, Skyrim yeah. running on your uh, yeah digital freaking uh, microwave or whatever it was the uh, refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah. But did did you guys know that you can actually go play that? Uh, I it wasn't no. just a parody. That's fucking crazy. You can actually do, it. and it's it's a very watered down, very simple thing. Uh, right. It's not exactly like what was in the you know trailer, uh-huh. but that's really funny. Yeah, I I got a big kick out of that. Thought it was cool. And uh, that just was good. Uh, real quick, Young Blood is a direct sequel. Good good again uh it's gonna be very interesting to see how they're playing that uh yeah it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see where in the storyline it plays maybe they'll jump around time in the game i don't know but in in any event uh for those that don't know you need to make yourself fully aware of the new wolfenstein series uh they're both awesome. This this whole new look on B.J. Blazkowicz and him is killing the shit out of Nazis is so awesome. The fact that we're getting new uh, another game for it, new content, I'm, I'm down for it. All about it. Uh-huh. Uh, then we got some more Fallout stuff. Yay! We got this pretty much the same Fallout trailer, but then it has some gameplay after it. Right off the bat, something I noticed... But, and this was understood. Now, now I understand why. Um, no vats. I kept watching all this shit play across the screen, and I was like, mm, there's a guy getting shot. Where's the vats? There's another guy getting shot. There's a guy mowing somebody down. Where's the vats? Yeah. No vats because the, this is... There, there is vats, but it doesn't slow down time. Oh, well. Interesting. Yep. Uh, it's supposed to be a new feature called Camps. It's like a mobile thing where you basically yeah, so- make like a... So you put down your little workbench thing, and you build around that. You know, that's kind of your claimed area, so to speak. I don't know if you actually claim it or not, you know, how that works mechanically. But it's your little area. And when you go between servers, you know, where you have it, it'll be on that next server. Um, Mm -hmm. If that spot's taken on that server, it'll actually pack itself up, and you can place it down somewhere else. Uh, You can pick it up at any time, and all the buildings you have around it get Uh packed up, too. Yeah. So you don't have to rebuild everything every time you put your camp down. You know, you build up your camp, and then you're like, all right, I don't like this spot. I'm going to move. <laughs> um, they featured that there were random nuclear areas you know, around the scattered around the map, and you could take control of them, which gave you which gives you controls of nuclear weapons. I think that's, yeah. that that can have both positive and negative repercussions. I see a lot of griefing to do with that. But yeah, some so, of that makes the enemies actually stronger when you hit them yeah, with the nuke. There. So yeah, the the Better nukes drops and such. are. The nukes are the end game. 
Mm. That is the end game of this. Gotcha. It's you have the end game aspect of getting the codes first of all to be able to take control of the nuke, mm-hmm. and then once you launch it, you're creating your own high level end game environment Man. to run through. Cool. Um, so as far as other players go, that's up in the air. They're yeah. doing this beta. They have no idea how PvP is going to work yet. Yeah. That's the whole reason they're having a beta. Not for yeah. mechanics. Not for, you know, bugs and whatnot. They need to figure out PvP. That's and why they're doing a beta. He did mention that occasionally they've heard on the internet that sometimes their games do have bugs. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that dude fucking yeah. Todd Howard, man. <laughs> uh, his finger on the pulse. I love it. Uh, yeah. they, he, he did mention the, uh, the beta, yes, uh, or as they call it, break it early test application. Their mm-hmm. beta <laughs> is coming out. Uh, their, one of the, uh, collector's editions is gonna come with a map that glows in the fucking dark and they shut the lights off and the map actually glows mm-hmm. in the dark. That was funny oh as God. fuck. That set is so expensive. Yes, I know. I looked, I was it, like, oh. It also comes with a power helmet. And I thought this yeah. is, this is, even if I didn't, I don't care about this. I don't, it is what it is. But I like the fact that Todd Howard was like, I put this in, I wanted this in this collector's edition because this is something that I have always wanted. Like, if I mm-hmm. was a gamer in your shoes, I would want a fucking power helmet. Now, so he had it. Hey, yeah, make yeah. a power helmet. What I'm hoping is that, okay, Fallout 4 came with the Pip-Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. This one is coming with the power armor helmet. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that if I buy like the next ten fallouts, I'll eventually be able to <laughs> assemble my own suit of power armor. Yeah, and, and the best thing is this is actually wearable. You know, we had we've had helmets before, like the Halo Three edition had a helmet, but it just mm-hmm. had the games inside of you know you couldn't actually put it on. This right. is wearable, and the headlamp works. Yep, yeah. and it has a voice modulation, I think, on it too. Yep. Uh, so, I still want uh, it, but I'm not paying that much. 14th of November, this thing's happening. So there you remember, go, folks. Remember, yeah, the 14th of November. Thank I'm so glad it's soon. Um, yep. I was a little disappointed that it wasn't coming out sooner, and we were getting, you know, a five announcement. But I'm right. okay with this. The fact that they know that this is new, and this is a big uh, gamble for them. This is something off to the side they're doing to see how it works. It's something they want to do. I love that um, it's not interrupting, you know, as far as I know, it's not interrupting Fallout 5. This is just a side thing, and they're aware it could completely suck. Yep. So, yeah, we got to hang out with Todd Howard for a good while, and it's it's always good to have him on stage. He's got a, he's, mm-hmm. he's got a good presence up there. Uh, and that was it for Fallout. We had uh, a game. Fallout Shelter. No. For the Switch, wasn't it? Yeah, I Switch think, and PS4 yeah. is King Fallout Shelter. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'll round it out. Yeah. Um. Uh. There was a new another game called Blades. Uh. Say Elder Scroll Blades. Yeah, Elder Scroll Blades. Uh. It's a mobile game, but the big key here is that it's uh it's gonna be on every platform that they can possibly put it on. It's coming out in fall. It's gonna be free. I put that in quotes because you know it maybe it'll be free. Uh. And then again, these are trailers, uh, teasers, mind you. We got a teaser tr- uh, trailer for Elder Scrolls Six, of course, because everybody's fucking, you know, it's Elder Scrolls. They want to know. They want. They've wanted to know what that 
game yes. when that game was coming out the day after Skyrim launched. Yeah, I think I think Todd <laughs> Howard even mentioned something like, you know, hey, everybody's asking about it. You want to know about it? Here you go. And then uh, another little trailer for a game I think we knew about before as well uh, called Starfield. Uh, yeah. Again, nothing, nothing huge, Starfield. nothing long. Just a next show Starfield tra- first, right? Just just a little little teaser trailer for it. Uh, and again, I just made another note that Doom, uh, Quake, and Wolfenstein, the same thing. All right, Devolver Digital. This is going to be really fucking quick. Uh, I did watch this all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a different tone from the one last year. For anybody that knows doesn't know what we're talking about, go check out Devolver Digital 2016 E3. Um, or don't. Or don't, yeah. Um, <laughs> as far as entertainment, I I I didn't mind. I, I thought the first Devolver Digital from last year was it was kind of funny. What I didn't like about this one is they shifted from mocking the market and started mocking us. Like they mentioned directly that they were given criticism, and it was like you fuckers don't know what you're talking about. And like I get it as a joke. I get that it's tongue in cheek, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't care for it. I didn't find any of this this one funny. It was a lot of yeah. rehashes. Never of a shit good idea from. to swing off on your audience, right? Um, never, n- never a good thing to poke fun at the people who were giving you money. And again, it is what it is. I know it was all supposed to be humor, and they were just look. We don't care. The industry's fucked. We'll laugh at them. You're fucked. We'll laugh at you. But I was like, whatever. The only good takeaway from this is that Metal Wolf Chaos, a From Software title, is getting a port I think to the Xbox One at least. Uh, awesome. If you don't know anything about Metal Wolf Chaos, I completely understand that is a Japanese only game. You'd have to get it imported. Uh, I forget who I watch these games through. Uh, I think oh man, I'm pulling this one straight out of my ass. A Big Bane Blitz was a YouTube uh, a uh, maybe not even a Twitch streamer. I used to watch his channel back in the day and he, he played this. This is the first time I've ever even heard of this game. You're basically walking around. I know this sounds a little random, but bear with me. You are in a mech, a powerful multi-gun mech that is piloted by you, and you're the president of the United States, and you're killing all kind of gigantic monsters i mean it's 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 fun it is You're defending it is. the border from mexico right that is the only game <laughs> that i cared about of all the other shit that came out of the uh devolver digital one again i don't hate mm-hmm. that company i just nothing i saw from what they did show made me go oh yeah i want to play that except for this <laughs> yeah it's which odd yeah which leads us into oh boy this is one of the ones i was anticipating yeah square enix okay so yes as chris mentioned earlier we got the shadow of the tomb raider cinematic trailer becoming one Mm -hmm. with the jungle we got gameplay which was awesome you got to see multiple takedowns uh you got to see some more concept art in another trailer i made a personal note that the hair tech i know this is so fucking small but the (laughs) hair tech in this game looks fucking awesome like her transition from being in not rainy weather to rainy weather and the way her hair lays around the shot i don't know whatever uh yeah yeah you got to see some actual gameplay in this one a lot of a lot of takedowns a lot of visceral action and uh yeah i guess she's just a fucking she's a murderer now so cool (laughs) (laughs) well you you haven't played the other two games right yeah, no. I played yeah, I played is, the first one for maybe an hour or two and I, yeah. it was either it was a combination of disinterest and got blown away by something else. So Yeah, this looks like I said earlier, it looks like, you know, they're continuing on with the other two games and are making it better. Uh it's I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely gonna play it. 
Yeah. Given that this actually showed some more cinematics with actual gameplay, I was like, okay, well now this is what I needed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kind of, I, I see like a pattern that this was done throughout these conferences. Like you, you get a, tra- you get a teaser in one conference and another conference, you get another trailer with some gameplay. Good. Mm-hmm. I need that. I need to see what I'm going to be playing. Uh, and then a fucking out of left field what the fuck thing happened. They, they showed a Final Fantasy 14 Stormblood trailer, which is cool. Stormblood, I believe, is the most recent expansion for 14. And at the very end, a, 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 a fucking, uh, Rathalos shows up. It's, they're doing a fucking Monster Hunter and Final Fantasy 14 team up. What the fuck? How did that happen? So Capcom and Squaresoft are, are good buddies now. Awesome. Uh, I have long been out of 14's world. This is not <laughs> something that's going to make me get back into it, but I, I was just, I was blown away by that. Uh, it's not something you'd expect. So apparently 14's getting a raid with, uh, at least Rathalos that we know of because he was featured. It's just, wow. So I, I don't know what happens if you stick that game in your Monster Rancher CD thing. <laughs> I don't even know, dude. Somebody needs to do that. Audience, you uh, need to go check. If you have Monster Hunter or Monster Rancher, any one of them, pop in a PlayStation Four disc and see what happens. Well, probably won't read. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Um, I could do it on PC. Oh, okay. Because um, I totally have. I mean, I have the game, but I also have it on emulator. PC yeah. would probably read it. I'm curious how the game would treat it, though. We'll wait for the uh, screenshot of what monster you get. <laughs> um, uh, um, quick question though about uh-huh. that. Um, I wrote down Final Fantasy fourteen under the moonlight. Is that what this combination um, is called? I th- I think what it is. Uh, it, it, yes, uh, because okay. the way that the expansions for fourteen works is they give you expansions, and of course the expansions are fully named expansions. But mm-hmm. when they have uh, patches, even their Patches, the ones that come every three months, those have names as well. And that I'm, I'm going to assume that's the next uh, the next patch coming out. This is the Under the Moon one. Okay, so, I thought that was another DLC. Why I took uh, notes. I don't know yeah. much about 14. So yeah. Uh, and for the audience as well, if if you don't know, uh, Final Fantasy 14, MMORPG, think World of Warcraft, but way 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 better. Uh, <laughs> and the way that traditionally they work with their it's with not- their with their DLC, so to speak, with the game, is every pretty much every year they have a gigantic expansion which adds more worlds, more areas, monsters, blah, 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 blah. And then throughout, pretty much on the dot, every three months, there's patches, but they're not just like content patches like, oh, we fixed text here or there or a glitch. They add, again, more story, more narrative, more maybe up, usually more dungeons, maybe even some more raids. Uh, they're really good about consistently bringing out more content. Uh, moving along, we saw uh, another Captain Spirit showing. Again, mm-hmm. they want to let you know this is going to be 100% free. So, I mean, the way that I would take this is if you don't, if you're not interested maybe so much in the uh, in the original content for this game, check this game out. If, if it appeals to you, you might like the storytelling and the, and the gameplay offered. Uh, in life is strange. Yeah. I, I was mean, kind of free. curious. What do you got to lose? I was kind of curious what the point of this was if they're releasing it for free. Yeah, you I, know, it seems odd. I think that was actually directly questioned. Uh, I want to say 
either Easy Allies or Giant Bomb, one of those two big shows that asked somebody, and it was basically like, "Yeah, we just want to, we just want to give somebody people good good experiences." That's basically what I remember. Mm. Good for them. Yep, Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age trailer. It's the newest installment in the Dragon Age or uh, uh, Dragon Quest series. Uh, I mean, I love the art style. I, 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 the remix versions of the all all the old Dragon Quest music that you know and love. Uh, it's definitely seemed interesting, and Dragon Quest is definitely a good mix of newer yeah. kind of graphics with old school style RPG elements. So, hey, this might be I up might anybody's pick this one up. Yeah, and also, it looks like it's definitely worth the whirl. Yeah, pretty much from what I remember, most all Dragon Quest pretty much work like the Final Fantasies. They're not necessarily in line with each other, so you don't have to have played anything else. I specifically remember having uh, Dragon Quest Seven, and uh, I mean I haven't played a Dragon Quest since like Dragon Warrior One, and it was <laughs> I mean it has some monsters that you'll rec- that, that I recognize. It has some music that I recognize, some remixes, some uh, the, the the games are basically love letters to each other. So uh, they showed a quick Brave Exodus and DQ uh don't DQ collab teaser. I don't know why I wrote DQ to dra- Dragon, Dragon Quest. Quest. Dragon oh Quest. yeah, duh. <laughs> I'm a duh. <laughs> uh, just to, they're they're bringing those two together and as a collab, and they showed a teaser for it. Cool. Good job. Uh, this one, uh, a lot of people are wanting to know more about this, especially given that it was mainly just a timeline and cinematic teaser. Uh, Babylon's Fall was the yeah. next trailer shown. Uh, not a lot known about it. It was, again, it was a cinematic teaser. The, the reason why people went like fucking ape shit, me included, is that the very, very fucking end before you moved on to the next spot, it showed platinum was part of this project. That mm-hmm. got me in. What, 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 what is this game? What, what can I, I know what I can expect, but I want to see more on it. Uh, I need more than a cinematic teaser platinum. Don't fucking do that to me. I know you bring good shit, but don't, <laughs> don't do that. But give me, give me some gameplay. If they don't want to show you gameplay, it's probably for a good reason, though. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I'll get to that. I'll definitely get to that one later uh, in another segment. Uh, Xbox uh, is getting automata spot. We already know that mm-hmm. Octopath Traveler trailer is coming to Switch. We already know that. Uh, it's yep. showed a little bit more of the characters. That actually, that that's like the first Switch game that's made me go. You know what? Yeah, I might want to get a switch yeah. for that. They are really sticking to that uh, that uh, uh, eight uh, 16-bit, 32-bit style graphics. I, uh-huh. I like it. I like everything I see about it. Uh, I haven't really followed Octopath Travel at, at all. I understand just from the title and from what I hear that there is eight different travelers and that they all it have different me, stories. gives me kind of a Final Fantasy Tactics vibe when I look at it, and yes. I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's hopefully it'll be good. It's coming out soon. It's gonna get I don't a know switch if it's release. Just the menus or it's no, I think it's the art. art style. Yeah, the art style. I totally got the same vibe from it. I was like, is this something tactics related? Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't just me. I thought I was going <laughs> crazy there. <laughs> so then we got a different Just Cause Four spot. Uh, kind of saw some of the world, but not the entire size and scale. They did have uh, quite a few 
uh, parts where uh, Rico was on a mountain or up in the sky or something and doing a pan around and oh man does that, does that look beautiful that's that's exactly what you wanted to see back in the day when you played Just Cause 2 it's the, it's the size and the scale just the graphics are are updated even more uh, again, they pushed the weather factor a, a lot. Uh, they showed tornadoes very prominently. Mm-hmm. Uh, l- many more vehicles. The fact that you could have multiple tethers, like I saw, like what looked like five or six at one go. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Uh, I saw some optic camouflage. I saw somebody using an anti-aircraft gun. Uh, they got a newer engine, open world apex engine is what they called it. And that was, that was a much better showing for Just Cause 4. That gave more of what I needed to see. Uh, yeah. after I saw that spot, I became considerably more interested in Just Cause 4. Yeah, I saw some, uh, gameplay. Achievement Hunter had a hands-on uh, build of it they got to play I think mm-hmm. they actually played it in their office too which is pretty cool mm-hmm. but uh, it, it looked just cause shenanigans of course yeah um, I can, they I actually, can tell you now just showing the four tethers or eight twenty wood tethers that mm-hmm. was enough like that's that's yeah because you're gonna fuck around with that big time yeah, I, yeah. I, I just like to see what kind of little things they come up with the more stuff they add for you to tether Yep. You know, like the first game had the, or the, the second game really had the little tuck tucks. You know, I know it's really cool to pull those around with the, with the stuff, but my personal challenge to myself was to tether a boat to a helicopter, fly straight up in the air, release the boat, drop out of the helicopter and try to get into the <laughs> boat and drive away when it hit the water. Yeah, that's, the, the video. that's just cause. The video I watched, they first off they start with you know we want to replicate what's in the trailer, and they got to that bridge that blows up. Mm-hmm. They got mm-hmm. nowhere close to blowing it up. <laughs> you know things kept going wrong. They're like, oh god, how how do I fly? Because it's been so long since they played <laughs> stuff like that. And then they encountered the tornado, uh, yeah. flew into it and was going all over the place and got hit by a bus in the tornado. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's really amusing. It was it looks like a lot of fun. Um, they definitely mentioned a lot about the air, about the air having like its own physics as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's current the air air currents exactly are going to play a factor in a lot of things you do, and that's good. Anything that you add into Just Cause to add more f- shit to fuck around with or 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 be fucked with, that's when you know you're in for a good time. Yeah. Uh, the like I said, I was just I was really glad to see all that. It made me more interested. Uh. There was so then we slid into a live action CGI yeah. trailer for the Quiet Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, showed a guy coming into an alley carrying a bag. Guys, these 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 hoodlum looking guys question him. He sets the bag down and points to his ear, mm-hmm. meaning that you know I can't hear. I'm deaf. And then went into a really quick, uh, look like in game engine uh, beat him up section for about thirty seconds. Yeah. And then it went back to CGI, and the, and the trailer was over. It's, so, <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is really interesting in a what-are-they-doing way. <laughs> right. Right. It's I like, can't be mad at it, but at the same time, I don't know what I just saw. <laughs> it's a like, superhero team can, comprised of only disabled folks. <laughs> so You've got, like, a blind guy and, like, a guy that can't use his legs. Jesus. We can't take him anywhere. <laughs> the what I've heard after that was that kind of the whole game plays like that. 
That wasn't just wow. a trailer FMV thing. That's hmm. part of the game. Well, they I know switched between FMV and CGI. I had yes. immediate bouncer vibes when I saw the beat 'em up happen, and many others did as well. But this is not the bouncer; it's its own game. It's sure more, more to come, as with a lot of these trailers. It's this E3 more to come. Well, the did you know who's? Uh, do you know? Did you know who's making that? Uh, no. Square. I mean, Square is all I know. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, but. Okay, I was just I, I curious. It's not on anything I've read. So. Yeah, I, I didn't catch a name, or if if I nothing a name that was mentioned didn't catch my eye. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So then we had another Kingdom Hearts uh, three trailer. It showed some more spots, uh, some more areas, more more characters. We uh, we got Ratatouille. Uh, kind of the same as trailer with some different additions added in, but just more mm-hmm. more Kingdom Hearts three stuff, and that's what capped off the square. Square conference, yeah, and um, of course, kinda, something that isn't there. Yeah, nothing about Final Fantasy VII remake. Right, yeah, right. That that really, you know, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, biscuits, gonna, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. If they are taking their time, I totally understand. I totally get it. I'm not mad. What I am mad about is the last time that I. Even in, in the pseudo hands in the pie guy that I am in the gaming news world, the last that I heard was this game is going to be split up into several parts that are going to be rele- released over time, and it's going to closely, it's going to pretty much closely slash directly follow the Final Fantasy VII storyline. If anything else, if anything else, they could have had a quick 10 second thing to go, by the way, Final Fantasy VII still in development, uh, we've Either one, we're we're sticking to the multiple parts. The first part's going to be released maybe sometime later next year, or we've scrapped the multi-part idea and we're just going to release the whole game at one time. And yes, we are keeping to the sort something. We got nothing. No yeah. teaser trailer. No no little like four or five music note piece from a Final Fantasy VII track. No nothing. So yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm all for them taking their time to get it right, of course. I'm always, you know, a fan of that. Um, and we'll talk about that a little bit in the next uh, conference. But I, my concern is that they're going to take all this time and still screw it up. Yep. Because we're seeing nothing about it. We're getting no more information. Yep. Because that's what that's what a lot of major major players in this gaming industry will say as well. If they didn't say anything, that's probably because there's a problem. Uh, I don't want to. Th- mm-hmm. One second. I, uh, according to Polygon, the developer behind the Quiet Man is Human Head Studios out of Wisconsin. I'm not familiar with them. Yeah, I'm not familiar with them. I've, I've heard. I swear I've heard that before, but. But in any case, yeah, sorry, no Final Fantasy VII this year, folks. Not a single AOTA, not even in, in another, well, yeah, I mean, that's sure, spoilers for Sony. Not in any press conference. If you came to anything in E3 this year looking for Final Fantasy VII, um, now maybe in the ancillary stuff, because this is something else for, for the audience to know if you don't know. 
almost pretty much every E3, they have the big conferences. That's the ones in the halls where the people get up. This is what we're going over right now. But after the fact is when the actual E3 takes place, and that's when mm-hmm. they'll have actual sit-down gameplay. Uh, they'll have more one-on-one interviews. Uh, the big, uh, the big uh, developing companies and their producers, directors, and all that shit. They'll have interviews with different forms of media. It's another two to three to five days, whatever, for you to get some more details. If anything in that time period was announced about FF Seven, I just haven't seen it yet, but. I've at the, seen nothing. Yep, at the conference, they nada. Yeah, so I've been following a lot. No news is bad news in this case. Yeah. In this case, yes, yeah. absolutely. So then we moved on to Ubisoft. Uh, yeah. Didn't know what to take about this at first, but it started <laughs> out. With, yeah, yeah, that laugh. I know it started out with a fucking semi-live band performance with a guy in a panda suit dancing his ass off or her ass off. Who knows for being in that panda suit? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What's going on? Okay, this is kind of upbeat. Okay, we got a little bit of life to E3. Okay, sure. I don't know. And then once the music kept playing. I understood what the music was. Oh, this is just dance. Okay. Yeah, and it's a really good way of doing it too, because yeah. people like me, I couldn't give two shits about just dance. Yeah, I'm sure there are people that love it. Ubisoft keeps pump, keeps pumping it out, but this was the way to present it. Yeah, it was. It, it I, was definitely a good uplifting portion to the to the conferences. Yeah, it's like, hey, look, we got a new game with a different set of music. So let's roll into <laughs> it. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2, whatever, got another cinematic trailer. Mm -hmm. Still damn good uh, detail in this cinematic trailer. Like, the visuals and the graphics in this game are just holy fuck. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were were on this ship, and then some holy shit, huge fucking gigantic world-killing monster showed up. Uh, I could have sworn that Inner Sandman by Metallica was playing. By the way, I just wanted to. I heard that. <laughs> I heard that guitar riff, and I was like, "Are they seriously putting Metallica <laughs> over this?" And it wasn't, but it was close. And I was like, "It's okay. It's still good." Uh, and and then Jade got revealed, and then the trailer ended. Um, so a few things. I again, I don't. I haven't played the first one, so I'm. Mm-hmm. I don't. Maybe. I don't. I can't relate to Jade, the main character. But a lot of people are saying that this this is like a time paradox because I, I forget why. There, there's. It's odd that she's in this trailer at all. Um, I want to tell you guys right now what I'm getting from Beyond Good and Evil Two. I'm beginning to believe that this is a a game that has a. It has its own idea. It has its own flavor. But Beyond Good and Evil 2 is getting stuffed onto it. Because I don't... Even people that are that have played BG&E are saying, yeah, we don't understand how this game ties to BG&E at all. Like, yeah. the, more, the more that they're seeing from this game, the more they're, they're seeing the distance. Um, and it I still so haven't... Good, yeah, they did show a little bit of pre-alpha gameplay, which... I mean, pre-alpha, that's a hell of a title to use when I saw <laughs> assets on that screen and I saw a world on that screen. But anyway, they showed like maybe 15, 20 seconds of some kind of gameplay. The trailer is beautiful. The voice acting is good. The detail in that world is is, is awesome. But I still don't know what the fuck this game is. And again, this fucking E3 conference, they pulled the full screen away and was pulling the camera up and 
as <laughs> as shit was being shown. As the pre-alpha shit was happening, the camera was being pulled up. And I was like, well, I can't see what the fuck's going on now. Let's look at the crowd. Yeah, people. I've never so, seen those before. Good, good, good to see some more BG&E2 stuff, but not good yeah. that I didn't get to see anything about the game. Much about the game. Much of anything at all. And then suddenly, Joseph Gordon-Lovett shows up on the screen and says, Hey guys, <laughs> uh, th- there's player uh, content that you can add to the game. You will be compensated for it, by the way. they That was a gross oversight that they did not mention on stage. But they're yeah. not just asking people to crowdsource the game for free. If you put content in that game, you will be paid for and you will have your name recognized. And I think that's pretty cool. You know, if the world is as big as they're saying it is, that you can add a billboard or you know whatever that's pretty cool yeah you put the end time cast on there oh i will i will rainbow six siege was announced the thing that i took away from this is that rainbow six siege well i don't think rainbow six siege was announced it was announced that there was a documentary yeah it was a documentary they boasted 35 plus million players that play this game that's unknown to me uh they say that yeah. It's pretty big. Yeah. Um, it This is one of those games that had a kind of rough launch, but as they patched it and added more stuff for free, yeah. it got way better. So yeah. it's got a much larger following now, and I can totally uh, believe it at this point. Yeah. I mean, I played it. Because I, when I played it back in the day, I, I, I went into it thinking it was going to be your typical Rainbow Six game. Mm-hmm. And, oh boy. I I don't know whether it's just a something about like games that have a class mechanic to them where like you know and it it, it couldn't be that because I like Battlefield mm-hmm. and Battlefield's got its classes it's got its assault etc but this one was just something irked me about it because you had like two different weapon selections for each character and two between two and maybe three you yeah know, little sidearm things I will say. I like watching high level play of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is very interesting to see, you know, people that know what they're doing. Um, it's funny. I, wa- you know, I talk about Achievement Hunter all the time. I watch them. Uh, one of their guys, Alfredo, he mm. is a really good, he's, you know, high tier. I don't know if, you know, top tier is accurate or not. I don't know enough about the scene. But watching him play with the rest of the Achievement Hunter guys, he's doing the, you know, basically pro play stuff. All right, this, this, this. He's calling out locations. Nobody has any idea what he's talking about because mm-hmm. they're not named on the map or anything. These are just locations that the, you know, high-level players know these locations. Mm. And it is a completely different game to watch. Yeah. So they mentioned in this uh, in this spot here that there's... there's uh, 10 seasons available so far for this game and all 10 seasons are all free in the game Mm -hmm. uh they talked about their pro league a little bit and yeah that was pretty cool pretty cool little rainbow six each spot uh and then so (laughs) a guy rides in on a motorcycle and i swear to god I thought yeah. that was I, I thought that was somebody who was dead and I felt like an <laughs> asshole for it. So trial some guy rides in, uh th- apparently the, the director or producer or whatever of trials rides in on a motorcycle, has a Pratt fall, destroys the uh destroys the, <laughs> the podium the, the podium on stage, which it fits in the motif because that's the whole mm-hmm. thing about trials. It's all about dying twenty thousand times and having a hilarious death about it. Uh they brought a guy out that w- they showed the new trials trailer 
they brought out a guy that pretty much made a trials training university. Uh, talked about the mm-hmm. community members had helped to develop this, this new game, uh, developed all the tutorial and training. Uh, they're trying to release this game on all systems, and then they showed another quick trailer to uh, to cap it off. Man, yeah. I'm telling you, if you like dying a lot, Trials is your buddy. There's a lot of... There's a lot of... like tri- The game is called Trials. It's got a lot of trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it's about. It is brutal. I yes. I enjoy playing the game. I, uh, I play Trials Fusion and then the... Uh, Enter the something, the little crossover they did between Trials and some other series oh, I had never heard of. Yeah. Um, had a little bit of, you know, a story aspect to it. Um, I played that most of the way, if not all the way through. But when it comes to, like, you know, 100%ing levels and all that, doing the time trials, mm-hmm. nope, not happening. Wow. Um, I can't do the uh, more difficult levels. But I have fun on the levels I can play. <laughs> yeah. I can, mm. you know, try to stumble my way through them. But, yeah. Fun game, oh, though. Really fun. I remember what it was. It was the uh, the Blood Dragon, which is yeah. a Far Cry 3 mod. So, ah, that, that's, that, right. that's how far that removed that is. You got Far Cry 3, which, for me, hands down, the best Far Cry so far. Because I've only played one. Uh, which had a D- Which had a DLC called the Blood Dragon, which was way off the chart for that game in a 80s style and then that got matched up with far uh, with uh trials trials sure cool <laughs> yeah i mean it was fun to play uh the story aspect of it was interesting as far as you know it's not a serious game yeah. it's a trials yeah. game so it's right. not going to be you know your standard rpg type thing but for what it was it was great story as far as uh i'm concerned so we got a Division 2 trailer next. Uh, mm. Definitely a serious tone uh, delivery from the, from the guy on stage. There were a couple of guys at these uh, E3s that did this where they, they just got on stage and delivered this very serious like speech. Uh, they've done this before in another E3 as well. It was It's, it's kind of up or down for me. Uh, they mentioned raids. They mentioned uh, free mm-hmm. year one DLC. And then they, they showed another trailer. Um, yeah. If anything in this these trailers interest you guys, it it, it not really for me because again I haven't played the first one. I I I did like some of the new mechanics they showed, like the uh, little special secondary attacks they had. Mm-hmm. But based on my understanding, you don't get those till max level. Oh, wow. when you pick your class, because when you hit max level, you choose a class by picking a weapon. You yeah. have to pick the sniper rifle. You're gonna be a sniper, etc. Um, and then you progress from there based on what you choose. So there's yeah. no going in between. Um, but getting to that cap, again, I said it earlier, I didn't make it there in the Division 1. Yeah. I don't know that I'd make it there in Division 2 unless they totally revamp the story aspect of it. Right. Right. So next, I had a heart jump out of my chest moment, and I don't know why, because <laughs> we are in the Ubisoft conference. I don't know why I thought mm-hmm. this, but I saw fucking instruments being pushed on stage, and I was like, <gasps> Mick Gordon's about to play again. Fuck yes, let's get another, <laughs> please, let's get another Mick Gordon live. And no, no, it, it's, it was, it's okay. It's somebody just as good. Grant Kirkhope got on stage and did a live performance of a Mario Rabbids Donkey Kong Country DLC 
DLC. Donkey Kong Returns yeah. DLC. Uh, they they even had a snippet from the fucking DK rap in there. There was a lot of DK sixty four stuff in that in that playthrough. Um, yeah, that was still cute to see. Still awesome. Yeah, I, to see Grant fucking Kurt Hope on stage mm-hmm. conducting. I mean, there was a fucking guitar, bassist, drums. Mm-hmm. It was oh oh good stuff. That was that was great to watch. It was uh, I don't know that we've seen that um level of uh you know music to trailer thing i know we'll hear like you know someone playing a single instrument maybe as that kind of background noise yeah but this was not background noise what we need to this find was out chris the theme this is bad for us if i don't know this so it may be it may be just because i don't remember i think god mm-hmm. of war did this didn't god of war's e3 announcement their eight minute trailer whatever have a live I don't. I, I, don't I could be wrong there. I could have sworn I Ted heard a live band come out. I could have sworn he was talking about a live concert performance or something. It may have been. It may have even been for another thing. Who knows? But mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. So last. So last year, uh, or sorry, year before, we got uh, we got fucking Mick Gordon, and then this year we got Grant Kirkhope. I'm all about this. You got y'all want to bring fucking live talent on the stage and perform some live shit? Awesome. Mm-hmm. And again, just like the opening to the Ubisoft conference, this added life. You know, this was yeah. upbeat. It's Donkey Kong and Mario. Uh, you're getting some more Rabbids uh, DLC. So cool. Good stuff. Yeah. R- regardless of the contents of this conference, this was one of my favorites. Yeah. Just because of how it was structured and laid out and the things they did. Yep. All for it. Then I saw the game, the first game in anything I have seen so far mm-hmm. that said, I am buying this when it comes out. <laughs> Skull and Bones. Cinematic slash gameplay trailer. Adam and Chris and audience as a whole. Take everything you loved, everything about Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Remove the the Assassin's Creed. Just stick to the pirate shit. Here you go. The moment where I knew I was in, because I had seen some shit already I liked. I liked the, mm-hmm. I liked the custom boats. I liked the naval yep. combat that looked like what I was already used to. The yep. moment that I saw, like even the, the, the crow's nest view, I thought that was a little cool addition where it showed the guy at the crow's nest and hanging on by one arm and looking out with the other hand to his brow, like seeing what he could see. That was pretty cool. The moment that I saw ship firing on each other i was sold that's it that's it now i'm in i'm completely in um if you guys haven't seen this trailer the the audience as well uh this is awesome this is pirate naval combat and i mean it's summed up that fucking simple it's assassin's creed 4 black flag it's just the fucking pirate ship it's supposed Mm -hmm. to have its own story it's got all these characters that have all this deception shit going on and i like the fact that they showed cinematics and then they showed gameplay it was almost like an equal amount so you got to see a lot of the ships on on the on the screen you got to see a lot of how the gameplay is going to work uh you saw the combat you saw them ramming each other Um, it's good it so looked good. great and it looked so good yes <sighs> so good i was glad to see that that was my yeah. that was my i'm gonna plot money down for this it's always That's, nice when you can find one that you're just gonna go out and get yep know? yeah yep that that's what I was hoping Sea of Thieves was going to be. Um, yep. When I first heard of it, I was like, okay, cool. And then it went in its direction. It's like, okay, that's not what I want. Skull yeah. and Bones is what I want. Yep. 
this is exactly what I needed. And it's, it's so good that I'm only a couple years off from playing Black Flag. So now, I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I can imagine somebody that played Black Flag when it first came out. And now you're finally getting this. Uh, yeah. But either way, this is this is up my alley. This should be up anybody's alley. I recommend anybody check this trailer out. And if you've never played any of these kind of games, get into this shit because it is good. <laughs> Suddenly, Elijah Wood on stage. Yeah. A uh, game called Transference uh, showed story and gameplay together. Uh, <laughs> a note that I took for this: uh, right when Elijah Wood was was when the other guy started talking, the teleprompter had. Oh no no no! The teleprompter went down when when Elijah Wood was first starting to talk, and you heard him go, "No." <laughs> Uh, that was awesome it was good he kept it going but he had a genuine smiling wide-eyed look of terror and went no and then he came back up and oh man Uh, i got a lot of uh i got a lot of sega cd fmv gameplay Mm -hmm. vibes from this uh i mean that's kind of what this is it's a uh it's a virtual vr style uh fmv cutscene style fucking night trap yeah did they say which uh, VR devices is all of them, or is it a particular one? Have, they may have. I just didn't take that detail. Right. Let me look at my uh, page I have up, see if it says. And uh, while you're doing that, mm-hmm. next trailer comes out. All of them. Remember that Starlink thing we talked Oh, hold on. Oh, whoa. we're going to take a minute for this one. Remember that Starlink trailer that we announced earlier? Oh boy, this is this is a starship type of game. Sounds yeah. cool, right? For people that don't remember this Starlink trailer from uh, last year or year before, whichever one it was, the the gimmick to this, I say that in a nice way, is that you have an actual physical ship that's like a toy almost in real life, and as you connect parts to it, you can mod the ship, which in turn mods your ship in the game. Hey, cool. Sounds like a cool concept. It's it's I'm getting Skylanders spinning too much money vibe not up my alley then they play the trailer for this fucking thing and i distinctly heard but and it was being cut in and out and i was like that's motherfucking star fox that is snes star fox talking and then who the fuck shows on screen but star fox and Mm -hmm. i said well fuck you game Fuck, because here I am, last episode, no, fuck both of you for laughing, damn it, because last episode, what did I say? Well, we're getting a Star Fox racing game, guys, but I'm, I'm just being, I'm just being entitled. Yep. I want, I want the Star Fox game that I want. I want a game that's just Star Fox out in the universe blasting things. Guess what, guys? We're getting a, a game that has Star Fox in it where he's nothing but out in the, it's a, fucking toy game yeah that's right (laughs) yeah all right michael so october 16th which system are you gonna buy it on (sighs) so miyamoto was in the audience and that was really cool he was gifted an r wing even though he does not speak a lick of english i'm sure Mm -hmm. they you know practice it ahead of time blah blah blah. uh the r wing the r wing will be exclusive to the switch version of course yeah Oh, oh, that's right. So my question God. is, you're going to get on Switch, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> you ain't getting it. I am not, man, I don't, I'm not going to say whether I will or won't. I, I, I don't see wall. myself getting this game and doing the whole toy shit just so. This is still not what I want. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm going I'm to see that guy. This is this not is that one where they're going to keep giving it to you, but one thing. They're yes. just going to fuck with one they're gonna, thing. They're just fucking up for you. This is what you wanted, right? Fuck you. 
You didn't yeah, want to fuck with the controller, <sighs> right? So we didn't fuck with the controller this time. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought that this was a different trailer because I glanced away for a moment, come back, and I see Star Fox on the screen. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. And I kept I watching mean, it cut back to the Starlink, and I was like, oh. When I heard that distorted, like I knew what that was. You can't, you, they tried to cover it up a little bit. They tried to distort it, and, but I was like, I know it. I know I heard Star Fox, and I was right. I just mm-hmm. wish I wasn't. For <laughs> Honor got a free starter edition coming out on July 11th through the 18th. So, I mean, a June 11th, mm-hmm. 11th through the 18th. June so, 11th. if you have. If you've never played For Honor and you want to get involved in that shit, uh, there, you can play it for free. There's a free version, uh, starter edition, going to be out uh, June 11th through the 18th of 2018. Uh, the new content's called... On Uplay. Uh, Mar- right, on Uplay. Uh, Marching Fire is the new content coming out for that game. Uh, it, got a, it got a cinematic trailer. The a cool addition to this is there is Chinese uh, mythology, and oh, well, Chinese uh, air uh, com- combatants coming into this game. Which is pretty cool. They're also getting a new 4v4 mode and a castle siege mode. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. The cool thing to take away from this is the fact, it's just the fact that they have Chinese warriors coming in because, well, now we know. Now they can put whatever. They can put Roman, uh, uh, uh Greek. They can put Japanese. They well, can put. They already had samurai fighting Vikings. Yeah. So, I mean, they, yeah. have samurai. they yeah. can add more. I mean, they can, add, they can keep going. Hey, put they Gundams in there. Sure. Sure. Uh, okay. the crew two. Uh, yep. you can preload that game now for the open. You can preload the open beta. That's all I took for that. Is it open beta now? I totally missed that part. Of it. I, I just, don't know if it's open beta now. I know that you can preload something. I think that's what I think you can preload the open beta now. And then when the well, I think it was out. if you pre-order, you get access to the beta or a chance. Uh. Okay, so June 21st is the open beta. Yeah. The game actually comes out on the 29th, so you get right. a week of an open beta. That's odd. Right. Yeah, it's, that, um, yeah, that was also something weird. Like, it's just one week? Okay. I'll probably play it. Right, they're just trying to build hype for the game, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then capping everything off for this press conference, we had Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. This is going to have, this is, oh, this is going to be Chris's turn right here. Odyssey. Yeah. You won't have, have to wait for Skull and Bones. <laughs> so you've got a Greek setting. Uh, mm-hmm. They had some more features that were mentioned. Uh, they, they showed a quick gameplay session, mm-hmm. uh, and then of, and then they capped it off with uh, a little bit of the fantasy stuff, like Origins did with uh, uh, their uh, gods. They had a Minotaur at the end of this. One. A little quick yeah. teaser for it. Uh, Chris, how what, what's your what's your hype on this, man? Uh, I'm hype. I'm ready. I'm excited. I want this. Um, you know, I, we were talking before about, you know, whether a year would be enough time or if they learned their lessons from Origins, you know, in that break they had, they totally did. Mm-hmm. Um, this looks to be, Origins was a good game. It looks to be good like Origins with Black Flag thrown in. Yeah. Um, they didn't really show this on that trailer, but, you know, follow-up E3 stuff, Um there are pretty much all the Black Flag stuff. There's a huge sea for you to explore. Uh, there are the naval battles. There are um, the the biggest thing about the naval combat and ship stuff. Something I think you'll like is you actually will have crews to manage. Thank God that is so, so you can, good to know. You can hire people, I guess, or manage. I don't know how it works, but you have a crew that you manage. So just making it even bigger, you know. Um, 
the looking at the root of it, we didn't see anything assassin related at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We yeah, we saw Greek, but no, like yeah, there was no there was nothing like assassin. No about cloaks, it. no arm blades, no daggers, no, no cloaks, like no cloaks, group of daggers. people saying exactly. that phrase of you know we 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 do what we want. Yeah, that, I don't know. So here's this is where the confusion comes in because this is it's been said as a direct sequel to Origins. Now, at the end of Origins, they were sailing to Greece, which makes sense with the setting of this game. However, the character you play in this game is a uh, mercenary. Uh, uh, it's a Spartan uh, that was kicked out or whatever, left, became a mercenary. Mm-hmm. Um, you choose whether you want to play as the male or female version. I think as far as that goes, the game's the same. You just you know pick a character, your basically your model. Yeah. Um, you have the blade of Leonidas, mm-hmm. which is the blade they showed in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, and that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Don't know much else about that. It's based uh, Sparta versus Athens time frame. Uh, it has dialogue choices that impact the story. Um, multiple endings. I I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to think about the story aspect of this game yet, because based on what we've seen, mechanically, gameplay-wise, I think it's going to be awesome, solid. Curious about the, the story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's going to be a big thing, and I mean, if anything... Uh, <laughs> It's it's gonna have to be seen how much Assassin's Creed shit they put into, but for the people that care about the whole overarching Assassin's Creed shit, I, I, they're just going through the ages, man. They're just going. Mm-hmm. This shit, they are going through that. Just like I said about uh about uh for honored, they're they're going through. You're gonna see a lot more shit, and it's it's gonna be interesting to see how and why all this. Is taking place in this yeah. era. What 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 does the Greek era have to say about Assassin's Creed stuff? You yeah, know? maybe you know. My thought is that this mercenary character you play meets the character from Origin uh, that sailed across the sea, and that's the start of this Greek uh, branch of the assassins. You know, you yeah. start off as this mercenary, kind of like in the other game. You start off as uh, whatever. You know, you're not an assassin at the start. You're just some. Pirate, or you're this guy. You know, not every assassin grew up as an assassin. Yeah. Uh, so that seems like this is one going to be one of those. One of those, especially since this is the origin of the assassins. That was yep. Assassin's Creed Origins. This is still very early. There's no mm-hmm. established history. Mm-hmm. So we. Uh, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting how they do it. Yeah. And that. <sighs> And that capped off that press conference, which moves us into well, let let's talk about let's talk about PC gaming for just just a quick second. So I want to get a poll from you guys how we want to do this because I have okay just for the audience that don't know the PC gaming show boasted they've been doing this for over four years at E3 cool they have over thirty games in ninety minutes they, this press conference was almost two hours long and they mm-hmm. do have over thirty games and unfortunately our time's running kind of thin so uh, I say that we just go through here if there's any particular game you want to talk about really quick we can do it but I just don't see us being able to go through I have two and a half pages of notes for these games. 
Um, some that I know, uh, like Adam, I know you'll probably want to talk about uh, Star Citizen had a cinematic trailer in this one. Uh, I don't know how much of this. Did you watch the PC gaming show, Adam? The, I watched the the Cliff Notes version. I didn't watch it okay. as it was going on. I, I kind of wanted. I wish you had because I wanted to know. But for those that don't know, Adam has his notes all the way in Star Citizen. He is deep in this game, oh, and yeah. uh, because this is an ongoing game, because this this is a supremely long development cycle, uh, and also a wide open development cycle. So the, the 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 company as a whole has man, they do they do press conferences, they do live chats, they have forums where they accept feedback and everything. They did show a cinematic trailer at this uh, PC gaming conference uh, and I I kind of wanted to know your thoughts on it if you had seen it but I will tell Probably you right now touches on the mining all the new patch yeah right yeah <laughs> and they've got a whole bunch of new stuff they've been adding they've been going through and redoing the uh, they wanted to get the AI out in this next upcoming patch but it looks like they're gonna have to wait for the next one wow like there was something buggy about it they're still yeah. working on uh, the actual in-game interface for buying your ships and maintaining them. They're taking mm-hmm. a lot of feedback. If you looked at the first one, it was really, really horrible. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, we're yeah. going to go with this weird." Uh, the only way I can describe it is: you remember uh, what was that Tom Cruise movie where they did Future Crimes? Uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, my brain. Minority Report. Minority Report. Minority Report. All right, yeah. you remember how the computers oh, yeah. worked in Minority Report? Yes. That's how they wanted the computers to work in Star Citizen. Damn. But they it was just horrible. Let, it was fucking let, horrible. Let me take a quick moment. I know Adam could describe this way better than me, but for those that don't know, if 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 you saw this PC gaming conference and you saw Star Citizen and went, Okay, next thing, this game is gonna be huge. Okay, it's it's kind of it's kind of staggering to and it would take almost three podcasts worth of just Adam talking to explain the the scale and scope and size that this game is trying to be. This is trying to be a universal simulator with limitless fucking bounds of what you are allowed to do, what you can do. There's so much detail work being put in. There is they are literally asking people hey, what do you think, what would you like to see in this game? Alright, we had 500 ideas. Well, the game's being pushed back another 4 or 5 months because we're taking like 20 of those ideas and working on them right now. And then they they do another one. They stopped doing that about uh, let's see Stretch goal number like two hundred or so. Good God! <laughs> I, said, I say doing, said, you know but maybe what? maybe you know did what? we're just gonna stop. Word. We're gonna keep taking ideas, but we're gonna stop active, actively implementing them and just work on what yes. we've got because they have to. They have to make a game, and they could they could keep doing that indefinitely. But they finally said, "Nope, we okay, enough's enough. <laughs> we have a gigaton of shit to put in this game." Well, after, even after they discontinued the stretch goals, people are still just throwing money at this game. Yes. Fucking so insane. Adam and I have had several conversations about how uh, this game has become like a meme for people. They want to laugh at it because it's taken so long. To, I'm telling you, like I'll tell any other fucking game, please take your time. And the more if you actually go into the, you know, the forums, the any reading material, just go to the fucking the, the, the goals page for this game and start reading the shit that they're putting in this game that what this actually game is supposed to be they mm-hmm. needed they needed and do need to take their time i'm 
fine with this game not coming out for another whatever, however many years. Yeah, I can understand how people. The website is uh, Robert Space Industries. Yes. So check this game out. Just to imagine fucking Mass Effect on crack. Let's say that we'll put it that way. I mean, this, this game is going to be huge like you have to travel light speed to get from one galaxy to another and do it in real time it's 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 crazy it's 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 indescribable um i will say adam that the one thing that that this trailer needed what i wish this game had what this trailer had the same way that beyond good and evil 2 had that trailer where they just showed uh like shit happening um oh i'm sorry not not beyond good and evil 2 uh Oh shit! What was the uh, cyberpunk? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, kind of a pre-spoiler here, but the 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 cyberpunk trailer we got was was like three seconds of a scenario happening, scenario, scenario, scenario. Like they just kept showing this world in cyberpunk being a huge world. It would mm-hmm. show thing after thing after thing, and it was all different. It was street view to inside of an apartment view to up in the sky view to blah blah blah. I just kept going and go. That's what Star Citizen needs. That's the kind of cut to trailer they need to just show like hey this game has like too much shit you we can't give you a mass effect trailer because it's not fucking shepherd trying to take out the reapers this is open universe with you think it it's probably in their mechanics that's it insane so yeah I, oh, that that's actually an interesting point that you brought up uh cyberpunk because you know they they kind of got announced around the same times yeah they did and I mean, they've been Star Citizen's been going. I, I want to say two thousand, sometime somewhere between two thousand ten to two thousand twelve. And mm-hmm. same for uh, same for Cyberpunk. Yeah. And man, they one has been real hush hush, and the other has been completely open book. And guess yeah. which one everybody thinks is like yeah evil. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Don't, let's. Let's point out the other thing and be fair here. Okay. One of the reasons Star Citizen is getting so much crap about how long it's taking is because of how much money has been pumped into it. Okay. And the fact that you can buy ships for $27,000. Let That's I not mean, a that's, single ship and that's No, not, that's that's all of them. That's yeah, the whole that's package. The entire I know package. somebody requested it. Yes. But mm-hmm. still, so much money was given to them. Mm-hmm. That people are expecting more. Well, I mean, you can't rush, like, you can't rush the the actual programming of the game. You'll end up with something terrible. It's it's um, good that money's being thrown at it, but yeah, you can't. I, I don't believe that. I mean, if you if you ever see the game has ever, three if, separate studios that work on it around the clock. The sun never yeah. sets on development of this game. One studio ends, they pass it off to another studio on the other side of the world. They work on it for another eight hours, then they kick what they worked on over to another, and they've been doing this for five years. Yeah. While they they stood up a studio from some guy with a webcam to this company of, I think, hundreds now of employees. So, you know. I I think when you... when, When you look at any game that adds something new, 
Like take take uh take a fighting game that puts a new character in. Take Killer Instinct. You know, they had a, they had a DLC pack and came with like four new characters. That looks cool to me and you. When Killer Instinct was released on this year and then, you know, a year and a half later, I'm just shitballing numbers. Four mm-hmm. new characters came out. That may seem like awesome and you just it goes in one ear and out the other that requires a fuck ton of work that's a lot of balancing that's a lot of uh modeling uh character interactions that you don't have like hands have to meet up feet have to meet up blah 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 blah. all this shit involved this game star citizen has universal scale shit that they took they just a new a new idea came to the table and they said yeah sure let's add this new type of vehicle all right well now we have to make that vehicle interact across uh you know of the 500 planets we got to interact with like 15 has to interact with their physics properly has to interact with the lighting properly has to it, 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 so it's fine well, they, not only that but they've been finding out stuff while they've been in alpha the uh uh, take space combat for instance. Mm-hmm. They had a section when you first started the game. Space they didn't have a limit on the speed because why would you have a limit on speed? You're in space, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're just endlessly accelerating. Uh, well, it turns out that the gameplay wasn't exactly what they wanted. They wanted was a World War Two style dogfight, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's not even feasible in today's dogfighting much less in spaceships but to counter that what they did is say okay well here's your combat speed and here's your traveling you know within a solar system speed and then here's your uh, jump drive you know so you have three separate speeds that you travel at in this game you know mm-hmm. in ships and man i mean a lot of and a lot of people don't realize that some of this stuff that uh goes in on the as far as like a two hundred dollar ship or whatever, you don't have to pay that much to get the game. Yeah, I think the game's what like fifteen bucks, something yep. like that. It's it's not much at all to just get the game. So really, the idea ship, is, I think the cheapest bundle that comes with a ship is thirty bucks, which is half the price of a normal game. So really what you have is some rich guy that said, yeah, I've got $27,000 and I fucking love this game. I've got the, I've got money coming out the ass. Here you go. I'll support you. That's yeah, cool. And, and it's also uh, <clears throat> some of that money goes to standing, you know, like buying physical property, like the computers they're using to code it with and the buildings that the coders oh, are, man. you know, working in and then paying the coders. Chris, don't you, you, you put this in my head, man. Don't make me think this. Don't make me think that this game just gets de-announced five years from now. It's like, yeah, we got all your money. $175 million. Oh, yeah. $175 million. How much did it cost hope- to make like a single summer movie? <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. We, sh- I mean, I, I've got high hopes for it. If this thing is a, tenth if you could completely the- interact with the summer movie, yeah. If this, if this game is a tenth of what they are proposing, it's supposed to be of what it's the the, the size and all that. What the actual game is supposed to be, mm-hmm. I'll pay sixty bucks. Oh, they've sure. got a, uh, they've got the. I mean, you can go on the website and check out. They make a, they've got a completely separate thing, which is probably not going towards that total you see. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may be. I don't know how they're actually doing their math, but the uh, they have a subscription system right now for people that want to get uh, little stupid things in game like hangers and. 
special suits and, you know, just weird stuff like that. And they also take those subscription fees. It's a monthly subscription fee and they use that to produce actual content for the game. So people like Chris Roberts and, you know, the lead designers and all that, they actually sit there and answer questions. If you go and look, they've got, uh, they've got a couple different shows around the verse. One for the chairman, um, uh, was it Bug Smashers or something like that? And they basically just go through the game and say, Hey, look, this is what's going on. Here's your question. Here's the answer. Uh, do you plan on doing this? No, this is why. Yes, this is why. That's pretty cool. Uh, you know, and so they sit there taking time out of the, the actual development to go, Hey, look, this is what's going on. This is why it's wide open. Yep. We got, so, we, because we got they're move. so. Oh, we got to move. Go ahead. <laughs> it's fine. Oh. It's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely give, uh, Star Citizen its due just, uh, just cause, whatever. We'll talk about it more another day. Right now, oh, we, yeah. we got, we it's definitely got to keep going. Right I do have a question for you, Chris. What if Megan, what if Mighty Number no. 9 costs $175 million and that's still the game you got? <laughs> I would have the same yeah. fucking mentality right now because the money's spent on that. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, what other game I want to talk you about real quick? The trailers, buddy. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Assassin. Not. I'm sorry. Wrong. Wrong one. I've lost That's my right. place. That's I've right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Hitman Two. Hitman Two mm-hmm. was shown. Uh, apparently, a lot of people are talking really good things about Hitman Two, and they say if yeah. you haven't played the Hitman uh, remake from a couple years ago, played it's really good. I should do that since I look like the motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I saw. I I haven't played the first one. Um, I've watched a lot of uh, gameplay. And I, mm-hmm. uh, Achievement Hunter, they do a lot of Hitman stuff. They actually went on site to the studio and did some Hitman 2 recording. Um, yeah. I think there's some stuff for E3 and then there was some stuff aside from E3. Right. It looks fun. I mean, yeah. it looks more Hitman. It was interesting because I guess there's a mode you can play where you're not even playing as Hitman. So wow. that's interesting. Did you play any um, of the earlier ones? N- uh, no, mm-hmm. I haven't played a single Hitman ever. Wow. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And I've heard that, okay, well, if that's the case for you, you are perfect for playing the Hitman remake from a mm-hmm. couple of years ago. So yeah, you I'm, don't need to, you don't need to see any of the games or follow any of the story to be able to tell what's going on. Cause usually they just drop you straight into a mission. Right. Right. Um, and the only other thing that I saw in here that was just worth mentioning again, guys, I, I just, I hate rushing through the PC gaming show, but it was like an hour and 45 and they, they did. I, I will say this for the show itself. I did. They did a pretty good job, just like on the show. You know, they had the on stage guy talk for a little bit, show the game a little bit more, talk, move on to the game. Like they they went they they went through thirty games and they gave you a good little chunk f- uh, for every game, even the little indie games. So good good on you, PC gaming show. Yeah. Um, they mentioned a nine thousand dollar Predator laptop that was sold out <laughs> and has to be shipped yeah. in a Pelican wow. briefcase. Yeah. Uh, and they were mentioning like where you can buy it when it comes back in stock, like Amazon or whatnot. I, I just mentioned, I just put that down as one of the forty yeah. notes because w- what? Okay, it was like a twenty-two inch curved screen. Yeah, crazy. Comes uh, with your own ship and star citizen. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, go ahead. The the couple of big things for PC uh, Anno eighteen eighty. Uh-huh. Um. That whole series is basically, you know, SimCity type, uh, City Skylines, you know, along those lines. Mm-hmm. But the Anno series is uh, 
trumpeted as being one of the better ones. Yeah. I've never played one. It's got civ building, economy management, and naval warfare. Wow. Yeah. I have stepping up to fill that role after SimCity kind of bombed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I I have Anno 2020, I think it is, something like that, on Steam. I haven't played it yet, but after hearing 1880 announced last year and people talking about how good they're hoping it will be or, you know, based on what the other games are, it's on my short list of games to play. Yeah. Um, So it should be good. Um, One that's already out uh, as of now is Jurassic World Evolution. Oh, Um, yeah. They talked about that a little bit. This was uh, a fucking, uh, what is his name? Jeff Goldblum talked talked over the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the uh, it's basically you know park simulator, but with dinosaurs. Um, I've actually been playing that, uh, and it's not bad. Uh, Occasionally, the employees get eaten or go missing. Uh, God, I hope so. <laughs> I'll I'll, uh, I'll talk about it a little bit more next week. You know, when we're not talking E three, but right. My current, um, you know, final thought on it is, it's fun, but probably not sixty dollars fun. Mm, so it's a little rough there Uh, personally i'm okay with it but i've seen a lot of criticism about how it's not a 60 dollar game they are going to be pushing out you know patches and stuff to add some more features Uh, i think they actually announced it as dlc they're going to be adding to fix some of the issues people are complaining about and it's going to be free so good on them if they do that it'll be you know even more worth it cool but you know Think about that before you jump into it. Maybe you want to wait for a sale. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've, I've so, always been kind of apprehensive about any kind of licensed title. Yeah. I feel you, man. There's up and downs about it, man. <laughs> and, and that's totally what, you know, a lot of people think the issue here is, is that they were, they had a kind of firm release date, you know, with the new movie and they wanted it out now to coincide with that movie release so they're on a short timeline they couldn't get everything in it they wanted to get in but now that it's out they can add this dlc to fix issues add a little bit more content to it you know and make it better um only the few things i have on here and again i apologize everybody feel free on your own just go check out the pc uh gaming show for 2018 they talk about a lot of games uh they did show another just cause 4 spot and just seeing this Mm -hmm. in pc style they showed more of the environments more of the weather a lot of from the sky shots i loved seeing those a lot of the physics based aerodynamics they talked about uh, and also there's another Telltale game coming out of The Walking Dead. It's, the, the final season is coming out. So if you're mm-hmm. interested in that, uh, there you go. Uh, also a quick funny little note, uh, the section that had the two doctors on stage talking about whatever that doctor oh, game yeah. was. Yeah. Two point the, hospital. Yes. And the, uh, the mic fucked up and you heard people in the back going, why is this mic on? Why is this mic on? And they, <laughs> So one of the doctors had one of the quote unquote doctors had to talk into the host's like microphone like yep, like day give him a hug. They kept going though. It was it was just funny to actually hear. You heard the crew. You heard the crew a lot during this E3. You heard people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it was Ubisoft. One of the conferences mm-hmm. they they went off stage and they kept the hot mics on and you heard them say we nailed it and it cut off. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's cool. That's cute. You know, just showing excitement for what they were doing. Yeah. But that 
unless y'all got anything else for PC game, we're moving on to the last two. I, I just want right. to. I totally want to play the hospital game, Two Point Hospital. Yeah, oh, it looks okay. funny. I, I I agree with you, and I, I suggest this to you, Adam, as well. So I so when I saw this, I didn't understand it right off the bat until they started playing it and describing it. It's it's doctor, but it's so fucking retarded. It's it's like mm-hmm. doctor, like hey, we're gonna give we're gonna we're gonna give you a a fucking heart transplant, and the guy just reaches in and pulls your heart out and puts another heart in, like shit like that. Like it's a parody doctor game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the unibrows coming off people's heads and then <laughs> yeah. infecting. Just, the infestation god okay i was like okay as a cute as a cute like uh uh mockery of a doctor style game okay sound looks cute all right oh boy we have two left we have two left oh yeah we are moving on to the it's sony time. 2000 e3 press conference so right off the bat, before the conference actually starts, there was a, mm-hmm. and I'm going to use this word incorrectly, fuck you all. So they showed little minions having a concerto sort of deal for an intro. And then out of nowhere, they were all in a, look. it looked like a, a, a town hall, a, a church. Not mm-hmm. really sure. It looked very old school and very cramped and crowded. Like you would think of an old, like a, like a deep south uh, southern church. Um, the, a composer, oh boy, it's, it's hard for me to talk about this. (laughs) A a composer gets up on stage. Now, mind you, there's like, I don't know, shitting a number out, maybe a hundred people in this large church like auditorium with the Sony, uh, executive up there talking this thing. And then this Sony, this, uh, this Last of Us composer guy gets on stage with a banjo. No accompanying video uh, footage, no whatever, just a guy in a chair with a mic playing a banjo. Feels like it was a solid two to three minutes of just banjo playing. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What, what I was, I wrote this down. I'm already getting a what the fuck vibe. That's not good. I don't like getting what the fuck vibes, Sony. You're supposed to be my, you're supposed to be my power horse, but okay. And then I, oh, Oh, okay. So once the song was over, I understand what it was. That was a lead in to the setting for Last of Us 2. Well, fuck me. Okay. Yeah. So that was a little bit much. You put people in a, a large church like room and played a banjo on stage for this. It's got to blow my socks off, right? They showed a story slash cinematic movie. That was a mm-hmm. complete fucking tonal shift. It went from yep. tonal shift because it started off with girls kissing, which doesn't <laughs> matter to me. Uh, and I told Adam this as well. Like, as I saw this scene, this is, this is blowing up the internet right now. This whole yep. fucking two girls kissing. When I saw this, I said, okay, I would treat this in a movie as a movie or, or anything else is, is two as a guy and a girl kissing or two guys kissing. Like, I don't care why they're kissing. What I care about mm-hmm. right now, number one, I don't know these two. I know Ellie a little bit from the first one that I haven't finished, but I don't know that other girl and they're kissing. Why are they kissing? Why are they intimately, deeply kissing for like 20 minutes on the screen? Oh man. And the, the lip smack sounds that, yeah. <laughs> two, I was like, Fucking this is sounds that are going on too. Two, I said, this isn't bothering me, but I know for a fact this is about to cause some shit. This is a button pushing scene or a envelope pushing scene. 
strategically put here for a reason, but okay, whatever. And then we got a complete fucking tonal shift. It went from two lesbian girls passionately kissing in a church for like 20 minutes to Ellie like choke holding a guy and I guess cutting his stomach open or stabbing him in the heart i don't fucking know but i was like whoa what the fuck no nearly decapitated him sure um, oh wait no I, the begin no she did stab the first dude either yeah. way i mean complete tonal shift and then it went to some gameplay of the last of us 2 now mm-hmm. i'm interested now it's cool mm-hmm. seeing the environmental effects seeing her sneaking around the definitely felt the tension when she was sneaking around uh, other people uh i didn't see any infected which it is what it is uh but i didn't i just saw people and her you know that she shot the lady in the head and was sneaking around the other people um show a guy uh pointed this one out specifically this is, it's gonna sound like I'm being approved, guys, but I promise you I'm not. I've seen a lot of gory shit in my day. A lot of really bad gory shit. But it shows a scene where a guy has his hands tied behind his back and he is hung. Just like mm-hmm. the girl from the first Last of Us 2 trailer. And uh-huh. then somebody walks up and literally fucking eviscerates him and then walks off. Yep. I'm like, Jesus, fuck. And it, I'm this not, is why, this is why I'm, I say that for whatever reason, it feels like they just cranked everything up one yes. notch too high. Just yeah. one notch too high on everything. Like I'm not being a prude. I'm not. I promise. I'm. I'm. That's not my intent. My intent is that okay. I need to know a story reason why it's so fucking intense of a death. Like, did that? Is that some guy that like like raped your daughter or something? Like, why you hung the guy and he was choking to death? Why did you also cut his guts out that splayed out from his stomach? You gotta really hate a motherfucker to do that kind of shit. I guess, man. So, so the trailer goes on again. It shows some more gameplay. Shows some more stealthing. She she cuts another guy's head off and Uh then boom we are back to her still kissing the girl and then the trailer's over and it's not just like it's not like you know i i I get that there was a tonal shift in there but going from the first game to this one it seems like there was a big tonal shift as well it's just you know you had this kind of uh more of a realistic i guess Mm -hmm. kind of you know, way that things were being interacted with, and then it kind of went into psycho mode. Yeah. You know? It went into uh, Walking Dead territory, where everybody's just been driven completely fucking insane by the apocalypse, and now they're just going to do things that, you know, are, like, the most brutal things humanity can do. Like, where that guy was smashing her arm with the fucking hammer or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Go ahead, Chris, because I got a point, too. (laughs) Yeah, I... You know, when it started out, you know, showing the girls, I was like, what is this, you know, going on? Not because of the girls, of course, but just because of, you know, how's this fit in? Yeah. The, if you listen to the dialogue, you know, instead of just focusing on, you know, what they're actually doing, just listen Mm -hmm. to the dialogue. Mm -hmm. um, You know, she's like, they're all staring at me. Uh, They, I don't know if this is a, a paraphrasing or not. I can't remember exactly the words, but basically, you know. They look at her like she's a monster or something like that. I can't remember if that's uh-huh. a quote that was said in yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and then it it, flash, it it looks like it's a flashback to yeah. Yeah. these are things she had to do. This is the stuff she's been through, you know. And that 
it, it makes sense now. You know? Yeah, let me, let, let, me, let me pull myself out of my own shithole here. I get why, like, that makes sense to me totally. You know, she said, like, they should be very afraid of you and immediately cuts to her doing that. I get that, but it was more of just how the envelope was pushed so far. The, the her killing the guy, I can understand that. Uh, that apparently they had to kill people in the first game a lot but when i saw the guy being hung and then get eviscerated i'm like i don't fucking know who they are i don't know who he is i don't know why that's there but i want to know and that that plays directly into with the girls kissing like i don't give a shit that the girls are kissing i wouldn't care if two guys were kissing i wouldn't care if it was a guy and a girl i wouldn't care if it was fucking three girls kissing but i don't have a frame of reference for this like if i knew both of these characters or if both these characters were preemptively brought up or, or, or mentioned I'd be like oh okay so that's her old school friend that they've had like this thing for and because of all this real world crazy shit they've never been able to express their feelings for each other and now they're doing it okay no what I got was they're just kissing each other and it was that, also kind of an awkwardly framed scene yeah it was very close very like if this had been in a movie straight gay whatever it's kind of you know it, it's kind of an intense kiss yeah, and it's not like okay, well, you know they're gonna they're gonna show they're in love, and and that wouldn't seem to be the point. They were like, okay, we're actively make out in front of these motherfuckers. I don't care about any of the people in this room. I know. I kind of I kind of felt that like inner cringe come out a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Not I have not physically played it. It's in my to do list, and I do have it. But I do know from spoiler whatever that in the Last of Us DLC, it is revealed that Ellie is a lesbian, that she mm-hmm. apparently kisses some young girl or whatever, or she's hinted to be one. I don't fucking know, and I don't care. That's not my point. I, if I'm looking at a trailer for The Last of Us 2, I could have done without the former and the latter and had perfectly fine. You would have given me what I need to see from The Last of Us 2 by showing me showing her fucking choking that dude out and killing it. I still would have questioned about the hanging and the eviscerating, but her sneaking around and doing all the shit that people know that she does does in the first Last of Us 2 with upgraded graphics and more mechanics, cool. The girls kissing, I'm like, I don't even, I don't, I don't get it. I think, I, I think that earlier you hit it right on the fucking head when you said this, they may, may have had a uh, ulterior motive in making the trailer this way. Yeah, maybe where they showed the more, the more, I don't know, B movie ish kind of gore slash. I'll tell I'll tell you this. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't expect that from this company because they've done good work. But if they did this just to create buzz, which hey guys, we're talking about it. Yeah, obviously they did it. Mm-hmm. That's that's come on, man. This is E three. You ain't got to do that. Show me. Your yeah, game, I mean, the game was man. already on, building its own hype. You know. Yeah. Yeah. On didn't need on the other on the other side of this. Think of it as, uh, and this is just something I just thought of, think of it as not getting buzz to build hype, but building buzz to get this out of the way now, oh, as opposed yeah, to when the game comes out. Good point. Good point. So they're getting ahead of it. People get outraged now, settle down, and then the game comes out well, and they can wanna, enjoy it. They already know it's there. Build the, that, that could backfire badly if that was the intent, because... I mean, this could cause, if you get that certain breed of person there that starts wanting to, you know, go, okay, well, I don't agree with what's in this game, so I'm not going to buy it for my kid. You know, I'm not going to. Well, blah, I would blah, hope blah, to blah. God. That would actually, <laughs> yeah, I mean, want them to find out after and be horrified, not, not before and boycott. Well, I mean, 
I'm not even talking about the evisceration part. I'm totally cool with that in the game. I don't think it jumped out at me as being particularly brutal in this type of game. I'm just talking about, you know, the girls. Um, especially with the stuff that's been going on with Battlefield, you know, the way people are, you know, it's an outrage and then it goes down. Move yeah. on. Um, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, we're going to have to, we're going to have to push on past this. I, I and I hate that I, I, I've talked too much. I'm sorry. I mean, it cut y'all off. It's just, it is what it is. All I know is the gameplay that I saw looked cool. I just thought oh, yeah. every I just thought everything around it was like what the fuck ever. On top of guys, let's, let's let's elevate above the game the whole setting thing because the setting shit is not over. So they had the guy playing the banjo right, and they showed the trailer thing, and then they st- transitioned to on stage outside desk interview style. I thought mm-hmm. the fucking conference was over for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> do, are y'all fucking me right now? And they're like, oh well, while while the audience uh moves to the next. Uh, experience i was like oh you guys i'm fucking out i'm out now i'm out so now you're telling me that you packed this hundred something people in this small room and now you within i don't know 20 minutes you are now forcing them to move some imagine chris or adam imagine this was your first e3 ever going to and you for whatever reason were only only able to go to the sony one and you're like fuck yeah and it banjo playing uh okay why am i in this hot ass church by the way what experience? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, it matches the setting and the tone. Okay, sure. Okay, guys, uh, let's, let's pack this up. We're gonna go a uh, hundred yards that way to another building. Wait, I, I'm moving to an yeah for your new experience. Oh, yeah. I, Apparently, they had the uh, the building divided in four. Yeah, and that was what they did. It looked like they left kept everybody in the seconds. So I guess the third and fourth were for you know after the actual conference right, or something. Right, but, which. Yeah, that, again, if you're going to go through all that. So we saw two of the four and eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they had some uh, on stage desk style interview shit for a while while the conference was being moved. And then they showed a Call of Duty Battle uh, Black Ops 4 pre order. You get Battle uh, Black Ops 3 maps. Yeah. You do, actually. <laughs> uh, uh, probably going to hate me for this, but I don't really give a damn. Uh, Battlefield oh. uh, Black Ops 3 was free on PlayStation Plus, so I went ahead and downloaded yep. that, so sure, I got, mine a, today. I got a free game, whatever. Is it bad? I, I'm sure, but whatever. I got it for free. I don't care. <laughs> uh, uh, they they showed some kind of Tetris thing and then jumped to a zombie game. Uh, twin. Uh, there was a Tetris game. Jumped to a zombie game. To a twin mirror game. To a ghost giant. Yeah. To beat saber. Like they just they ran through some games real quick. Yeah, I, I'm I'm keeping my eyes on Days Gone, which is the zombie game you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. this one comes out in November, so it's not too far off. Mm-hmm. Um, when I saw it at E3 last year, I was intrigued. Um, this year, I don't know. I'm trying to remember how much they actually showed. I don't think they showed really much of anything, but it's still on my radar. I'm still right. curious how it plays out. Yeah. Uh, they snuck in a quick Destiny 2 Forsaken cinematic trailer, so you got to oh, see man. that. <laughs> so, uh, so I mentioned you know last week that this has me you know excited for Destiny 2 again. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I finish Jurassic World, or maybe even before, I'm going to be hopping back into Destiny 2 to try to prepare for it more. Mm-hmm. Um, the trailer shows a prominent character dying. Oh, no. 
Oh, I don't even know because I ain't played the game. Are you telling me? Yeah. They oh, wow. So I am now torn because oh. this character they killed off is a very well loved one. This is I a very very important character. That, man. Why so, would you do that on so many levels? Why would you do that? Yeah. So I'm I'm now yes. torn. I'm still I'm excited for the mechanic changes they made, but now I'm questioning the story. This has to be one of the best stories any game has ever put out to make up for that. Man, I feel you, man. That shit. I don't know about any game, but I will say it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it does sound. It does look pretty cool from what I saw. Oh um, yeah, looks great. The, I just yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So okay. So the 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 movement shit had finished. They cut to this new arena. This audience was in, and then hey, guess what? Another solo guy gets on stage and performs one of those Japanese. I'm seeing like, a wind- pattern here. And again, okay, just so we're clear, audience, the performers of the of these instruments, they did a damn good job. Okay, yeah. that they, they they if if it was just the idea of setting the tone and setting the mood, sure. This is fucking E three though. This is not. I, I, I this looks so fucking corporate, executive, money filled, experience. This guys that it that fuck you. I don't. I, I didn't like this setting at all. Um, as far as the content of games, we'll, we'll get to, we'll, we'll see once I've, uh, listed everything here, but I just, I did not like this presentation. I didn't like the, I didn't like the scummy, I don't know, rich feel of it, whatever. Uh, but the setting, the guy on stage playing the Japanese, uh, flute was for, uh, the next game showcase was Ghost of Tsushima. Holy fuck, guys. Wow. Okay, so let me just read the blurb off real quick. It was a samurai setting. It showed gameplay. Uh, It showed day nine of a Mongol invasion in this samurai era uh, setting. Uh, Very gorgeous scenery. I made a note here, Chris. Mm -hmm. Imagine if Breath of the Wild looked like that. There was a scene (laughs) where he was what looked like he was damn near on a plateau or a cliffside, and the cameras you you remember when Breath of the Wild, when you got out like if when you first get out of the first thing and he gets he goes to the edge of the cliff and the camera pans around that was yeah. the same almost look in this trailer and it was gameplay and i was like oh my god if breath of the wild looked like that if yeah, you the first get time a- i saw this it kind of reminded me of way of the samurai yes yes that too um i love the setting and it showed different combat styles it showed hack and slash and like one-on-one dueling um holy shit so yeah this game looked fucking gorgeous um, and the it looks really interesting story wise, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you guys know this or not, but this isn't part of the main story. This is a side quest. What? Yeah. Wow. This is a side quest. Wow. So again, just like uh, so we we got the uh, I I can't scroll back up far enough. The 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 from software uh, sword play game. You've also mm-hmm. got Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, you've got two good ones right here uh adam any thoughts on tsushima any any other uh quick words before we move on from this other than i just love the setting and i love yes. what i've seen so far yes i mean i'm i'm just waiting with bated breath i want to see a little bit more yep uh, and the fact that they did a, a good transition of a little bit of cinematic and a lot of gameplay oh man Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very minimalistic. You didn't really see a HUD. There, there may be one. Yeah. There may not be. Who there, knows, but 
There will be, but it'll be minimal. Right. And I, they and took just, it, they took it off completely for the show, of course, but they there right. will be a HUD. Right. And again, and this is like, I don't know, the 20th time this was shown at, at E3 so far. Gorgeous graphics. Like, I can't... I, I hear his words echoed so much. We're in a the photorealistic game almost is like the fucking standard now. Like that's 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 <laughs> you notice that when you play God of War, you've noted you're going to keep noticing that the further you go down this list. I wonder yeah. if this um, is one of those games where they had like an actor. You know how somehow sometimes they have maybe. the games where they have like a real actor that looks exactly mm-hmm. like the character model. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, that's pretty common now. Um. So suddenly there was a another cut to a little minion on a guitar playing. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, control trailer. Uh, as soon as I saw this, the first thing that came to mind is is that a Ghost in the Shell game? But it wasn't. Uh, it was a girl. She had this gun that looked like it was breathing, pulsing almost, and she was manipulating objects with the gun, like moving physics, moving items via physics with that gun. Uh, there yeah. has been a lot more gameplay after the fact, after E3 at the, at the actual conferences and whatnot, or the press shows or whatever, and a lot more is being revealed about this thing, so uh, just suggest you go look at some YouTube stuff, but the concept for this looks fucking crazy. It looks really cool. Super crazy, awesome psychic chick. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people are comparing it to Quantum Break. Yes, yes. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about it. The, 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 it's got a crazy out there story, but the fact there's so much stuff with that gun and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Good, Check it out. Good stuff. And then we had a trailer showing up where it was, you didn't know what the fuck was going on. You were following some kind of rat around and all of a sudden, boom. And then of course, fucking Leon shows up. The Resident Evil 2 remake. Fuck. <sighs> Yes, <laughs> coming out January of next year. Thank you. Um, so if if you haven't played the Resident the RE the Resident Evil remake for the GameCube and subsequent consoles it's released on, this is not that. This is almost like an entire rework of Resident Evil yeah. Two. Um, I I love what I saw. I loved everything yep. that I saw, but Resident Evil 2 is one of my favorite Resident Evils, so you know, take take my word for for with a great assault. Um, but it was nice to have that trailer. It was also nice to be teased about it. You know, you because this is something else that it's like when you're watch. I've noticed that when I watch like people like Giant Bomb, Easy Allies, Two Best Friends, I watch all of their like uh reactions and 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 three four hour long sessions. I've watched a lot of E3 so far, but yeah, I love. This is also why us doing a live stream at some point is going to be great because I love hearing them try to make guesses at what they're seeing. Like as soon as they figured out they were a rodent crawling around the ground, they were like, "What am I seeing? What is this?" And I think Huber was like, "Resident Evil 2. And I was like, "How did you pull that? Like from what?" And yeah, it's 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 fun. <laughs> I seen the trailer an hour beforehand. It may be, <laughs> but it's funny in the moment to, and this goes for any game that has that, tr- like the DMC thing, just watching people like building up when, when, when that bad, Star Fox shit happened. Like I, I remember, uh, and the two best friends or the super best friends, they were talking and Wooly heard that and he was like, shut the fuck up. Did y'all hear that? They were like, no. He's like, that was Star Fox. I was like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> and yeah, they fucking lost their shit. Um, anyway, so moving on the list, uh, I missed a title for it, but some Justin Roiland game. I think he's the guy that does, uh, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Trover so. saves the universe. Sure. Uh, another 
this makes the third or fourth by now, but another Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer. Uh, this featured the Pirates of the Caribbean, which was nothing new. I think, th- I think another one has done that. Uh, it all shows, okay, so the little, 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 Test it, little taste in this one. It showed Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, but also showed naval combat. What the fuck mm-hmm. does this game not have? You know, this is, like, this is a Kingdom Hearts game, and they're cramming all kind of shit in this game. And I just want to throw out that, you know, the game has that cartoony look and all that, but when it went to the Pirates of the Caribbean world, oh, yeah, this looks so good. Photo realism on all those characters' faces. Oh, man. And if, oh, if they show fucking Davy Jones, yeah, I. <sighs> Kingdom Hearts is going to be an episode <laughs> one day, guys. It's going to have to be. Um, and I also saw Hades, which which so that means the Herc- the Colosseum's back, which is cool. Kind of figured that yeah. was going to happen anyway. Anyway, showed more minions doing something, and then cut to a fucking baby butt. Like, Guess what game this is? Oh boy, <laughs> I wrote a fucking paragraph here please gentlemen let me get to this paragraph and we will spend four hours about this death stranding trailer jargon we know jack about walking with a pack more walking more walking walking with like 47 packs on his back uh yay toenail pulling more invisible prints of something we don't know what uh leia Sedu reveal cool more weird shit happening on screen something with the baby flat uh, black floating beings he got sucked into the ground Le- uh leia eating some weird bug thing too many cuts to credit like screens dramatic reveal of some woman so Death Stranding is coming, gentlemen, and now this is the third trailer you've had. Tell me your hype about this game. I'm pretty sure that your uh, your paragraph there sums up uh, the game. <laughs> pretty so. good. I hope so. <laughs> I hate. I I really hate to pull like I feel like I'm parroting other like podcasts or shows, but I don't I don't really give a fuck at the end of the day. When I was watching the the uh, Super Best Friends talk about this. Wooly's reaction fucking mirrored exactly what I was thinking into this. I kept repeating this in my head over and over, but he put it into words. I'm checking out. Like, I'm done. I'm done. I've given this, and now I'm talking for myself. I have seen all the shit with Death Stranding. I understand it's Kojima. I still don't really care for the shit that he puts out. Uh, you can check our previous episodes where I've talked at in nauseam about the the weird off the wall shit that Metal Gear went to. Uh, I have watched all three of these Death Stranding trailers. I don't care that it's Norman Reedus. I don't care that all these actors are in here. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And guys, I mm-hmm. fucking get it. Okay, I I get it. The idea is number one, it's Kojima, so it's it's always weird and wacky and out there. And two, it's getting people to talk, just like we talked about. The earlier it's it's generating buzz because people want to talk about what all this shit is fuck you says my physical middle finger in the air right now i've watched three trailers i don't know what the fuck this game is and <laughs> i do not like that i don't like playing a game where i'm like what the fuck is going on but I you felt do like know that, what this game is i felt like that when i was playing through metal gear solid 2 about halfway through i felt that almost all the way through 4 it's just weird you need to go out of your your head and outside the game to go figure shit out it's it's too loose it's too whatever that nothing about this is appealing to me you gotta look at the back of the cd case man sure 
That's where the um, answer is. I mean, I, wa- I watched this whole thing and I was hoping, I mean, they, so, and I'm, I'm, I'm using this loosely, Chris, with big fingers quotes in the air. They did show some gameplay. The gameplay was him fucking walking around. Yeah. Yeah. We got to see how wide and open and a stranded sense that the game put you in because everything is like dead and gray and bleak. I get that. What the fuck is this game what and that's that's i feel like i'm just doing what they want me to do we're gonna show this trailer and they're gonna ask what's the game we're not gonna tell them well i'm not gonna buy your game i have no fucking inclination now i've seen three trailers i have no hype i'm still confused i'm more confused and i'm getting upset that i'm confused so they were able to pull this kind of shit with metal gear yeah because metal gear at least had kind of shit because the first metal gear didn't have commercials like this Mm mm-hmm it was, oh, look at the gameplay. Oh, look at the fucking cool-ass mech. Look at the gunfights. Look at all the stealth stuff, you know? You were looking around at the magazines, and they were talking about how the guards could hear you and all this other cool thing. Yeah, you get you get that kind of leeway after you make a game like that. Yeah, and you I You know mean, what you don't? When you start a new series, you don't start off with the fucking crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I you got to build up a little repertoire. Okay, Kojima, I got you. I know you're fucking off the wall. I get but. that I get that Guillermo del Toro is 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 a partner in all this. I get that Mads Mikkelsen is in it. Uh uh Leia Saidu uh, being a, a a character announced cool Norman Reedus. Uh the the fucking woman that got announced at the very end when she turned around and it was like this dramatic music and I'm like I don't know who the fuck that is I is that some TV star show from like some really popular t- I don't fucking know but I don't care even all, like none of that draws me in I I would not have watched the first trailer and went <gasps> Norman Reedus I'm in I'm in I don't care what they do I don't care what they could have floating dicks on the screen I don't care I'm in because Norman Reedus I I don't care what yeah. is this game. And they had a third opportunity on the gigantic stage of E3, and they said, yeah, we're not we're just giving you yeah. more crazy shit. The best I can tell from watching the trailers, it looks like you're going to be some kind of courier, and your mission is going to be to get packages from point A to point B, and weird shit's going to happen in between. Yeah. And you apparently can't die. And you have yeah. a baby, and you it comes out of you when you stick a needle in your arm. It was, you know, it was cute, guys, right? When it was, it was, so first they showed you, the last time they showed you like a baby in the throat sticking up the thumb out. But this time it was a baby butt. And then they showed, get it? It's cute, right? Fuck you. <laughs> You've had all your time in my podcast, Death Stranding. I'm moving on to more important things like the Neo 2 trailer. Holy shit. Again, Chris. And again, Adam, they fucking did it again. They showed a Neo 2 trailer. Good. I want to see more Neo. I haven't even beat the first one, but I know it deserves a sequel. I know this shit is good because it's Souls-like. And what did they do again at this conference? They took the fucking full screen away and panned the camera out. So I'm trying to look at the gameplay. I'm trying to see what they're showing, but they're like, nah, man, we want to fucking get get a shot of the, the audience and, and the Buy theater. Buy a ticket next time. Just look at this fucking <laughs> one by one saying. inch. Look at this one by one inch screen and try to figure out what you see. Whatever, fuck you. They showed another random minions cut. Apparently, these are from some game. Uh, I think Easy Allies went into great lengths to talk about this. This, uh, I guess it's the Dreams game that it's based off. Yeah, of. they're based. I, I don't know. I'll have to. That's too. Yeah, much. there was a thing after the segment where they talked about it. Yeah, Little Nemo sequel confirmed. 
And then rounding out the Sony press conference, we had the last, admittedly, got me kind of interested, except it was mostly a cinematic trailer, was Spider-Man got another trailer. Uh, it leads into some combat, which was pretty cool. Showed a whole bunch of villains, Electro, Rhino, uh, Scorpion, and Vulture. And uh, at the very end, it, it, Spider-Man's on the ground, about to be fucking snuffed out or whatever, and he looks up at the camera or whatever and says, wait, you? As a tease. And it cuts. And then so, he, Sony's done. The, the parts where he was swinging around, that was gameplay. Yes, it was. Uh, I'm, I've got the, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, guys, I've got this game close, way far up there on the must buy list. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's not a solid 100% yet because I feel like there's just something I'm missing. But good God, this game is getting nothing but mar- monumental praise and it looks good. When I looked at gameplay after the fact, like the E3, like gameplay, uh, reviews and stuff like that, oh my God. This game has a lot to offer. It is a large, mm-hmm. vibrant world and the fact of j- just the addition of having Spider-Man, uh, be able to swing around anywhere and just do some crazy shit in this wide open living world seems very interesting. That's point one. Point two, I've never played a single Spider-Man game. Not even the PlayStation 2 ones. I I haven't played any single one. And I feel like, you know what? Hey, this may be where I need to jump in. This is one that I need to play because the, the, I get, when I play Just Cause 2, Adam, I get fun from Just Cause 2. Just from Mm -hmm. exploring the world and using, you know, a tethering ability, you know, pretty much. That guy ain't Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man can do more than that. Right, he can do more. So <laughs> if it's if it's plus with the story involved and missions, you know, it's 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 open world, but with Spider Man abilities and Spider Man villains and narratives in there. So sure, uh, it looks beautiful. It looks fun. The fun is what's drawing me to it. Uh, I think this might be one of the ones that I'm gonna have to get. Um, and that one uh, comes out in September, so it's yeah, close. Come, yeah, you, you don't have long to wait. All right, and uh, the last actual conference we have, this well, is going to be... Hold on. This, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hold on. I don't know when it happened. I missed this, and when I was actually watching it, it wasn't until I was listening to someone else do a recap. Uh-huh. They apparently announced uh, in part of their little desk talk, they kind of glossed over it, but God of War is going to get a new game plus. <gasps> Yes, I'm sorry. I, I I forgot to write that in. I remember seeing that in one of the when I was watching. I think a uh, giant bomb. I watched. It, I was like oh, DLC for it. I meant to write it in. Yes, you are right, and that's good. That's good. That's more content that you're gonna get for God of War. But you know, you know, guys and gals, we're getting a sequel. Hopefully, like mm-hmm. oh yeah, I think five. <laughs> you know, you know what wasn't here? Hmm. Shenmue three. Yeah. Yeah. No. Right. Sure wasn't, and that was a big thing. That was that mm-hmm. was that was them getting on stage and going, "Please, please," and they got it funded, and we got nothing yet. Yeah, we'll see, man. I hope good things for the shim. You at least Starsis gave you a shitty alpha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come yeah. on now. So now. uh we were moving in the Nintendo press conference. This is going to yep. be an interesting one to talk about because I don't. <laughs> this may be stretching it, Adam. Maybe stretching it, Chris. But let's just say this is not the E3 conference for Nintendo. This is the Smash Brothers conference yeah. for Nintendo. So, so let let's give it its due. Let's give it its due proper. 
Nintendo press conference starts uh, on its own on a day by itself. Pretty cool. Uh, right off the bat, opens with some fucking DMC style music and mm-hmm. mechs flying through the air and having combat. I was like, I'm fucking into this. Hell yeah! Uh, it's called Damon Machina. Uh, just showed Damon X Machina. Damon X Machina. Sorry, you are correct. Uh, just a trailer, but again, it was it was a bunch of mechs flying around. It had some really cool guitar riff style DMC music to it. Hey, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two is getting DLC. Man, yep. Chris, have you played Xenoblade Chronicles Two? No, but it's on oh, my I'm list. Sorry, of... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The first one. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, and I know Adam has it because he didn't have a Wii U or a Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, man, I lo- I got, I have such a weird relationship with Xenoblade Chronicles because I have the first one. I played through it for probably close to 100 hours, maybe less than that. But the moment that I got into my mech after all the grinding that I did, I flew around that entire world for maybe 20, 30 minutes, and then I put the game down. Like, I don't, I don't hmm. know. That's just something, something is just, it's, it, I see where the draw for Xenoblade Chronicles is, but it just didn't draw me enough to keep me, if yeah. that makes any sense. Uh, but anyways, there was a sequel put out for Xenoblade Chronicles. It's got DLC coming out. The trailer, uh, they were, uh, the trailer was so bad. A lot of Nintendo games, a lot of games in this, in these conferences were bad for doing this. They were dropping words and names that I have no idea what the fuck they were talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. The game, the world looked really large and colorful, though, so so there is that. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee were mentioned, and then Pokemon Plus, uh, yeah. which is the little Pokemon uh, device that the lets Pokeball. you... Pokeball. Yeah, it's, it's a Pokeball. Pretty cool. Yeah, Pokeball controller you. for it. Um, the Kind of the big thing there, because they'd already talked about that, you know, on their Pokemon thing they did a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. The big thing here was that the Pokeball Plus, every one of them comes with Mew. Yeah, right off the bat. I like how he even, was, like, shook it, and he was like, oh, we already got one in there. I was like, that was Mew. Wasn't that, like, that a Mew. really hard Pokemon to get way back in the Yes. Day? I think that was the in-game Pokemon, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Just like, so here, I'm, take it. I, I'm not a fan of that. I don't like it. Um, it's okay in the, you know, like, current gen when you give away one of those type Pokemon, because they're, like... 50 legendaries at that point but we're talking original 151 we're talking about you know number 150 yeah uh yeah so i don't like that um they showed the gameplay looks okay based on what i saw you know on the floor when they were you know showing cameras around there people playing it later on Mm um i'll probably play it but I still stick by what I said before that this is going to be a bridge to right. try to get people into the mainline Pokemon games from Pokemon right. Go mm-hmm. and to expect nothing more from it. So, like, most of these Mews that they get are going to be completely wasted. Maybe. Because well, these people are going to play it and they're not going to like the new mechanics and go back to Pokemon Go. I don't think so. Not. No. I, I mean, they'll play this game. I don't, they may not bridge, play the core maybe. game. Maybe some people aren't going to cross it, you know? Just no, they may not cross maybe. it, but I, I think they'll play uh, Let's Go, uh, Pikachu yeah. and Eevee. They may not go to the core game coming out next year, but I don't see them disliking this because it has a lot of Go mechanics in it. I'm just I trying will... to figure out the, the math on how many of these new Mews are going to make their way to the next main game 
and start killing shit. I don't think there's any connection. And you can yeah. already bring you can already bring uh, things from older games. Well, that's what I'm I saying. Don't think you bring the older games, so you might be able to bring that, right? I don't think Let's Go is going to connect. Ah. Because yeah. of the way the differences are uh, mechanically. I will they say they absolutely could. Just just from a you know a little kid nerd me, I, I do think that Pokemon Ball was pretty cool. I thought that was just yeah. a cool little device. Like it's, it's, no, I'm totally gonna buy one. Like yeah, that. you get you get to have a little Pokemon a Pokeball in your pocket that you carry around, and you can have your Pokemon stored in it. That's it's it's yeah okay, Nintendo. You get a little plus on that one. Well, I mean, I'm even, buy even three once of them. you get past the point of you ever using it again, it goes right up there with the stuff you got from Fallout Four and Fallout mm-hmm. Seventy Six on yeah. a shelf mm-hmm. somewhere as a display piece. Yeah, yeah, yep. I'll buy three of them. You know, two for the kids, one for me. Savage. Yeah. So, uh, so then they announced the next Mario Party, Super Mario Party. Yeah. Uh, now, the coolest thing about this, uh, oh man, the fact number one, the fact that they've they're getting away from the newer types of Mario parties, they're getting back to the old school. You know, rolling the dice, moving around a board, etc. That's all well and good. The great addition to this was it showed people having like their switches undocked and moving them around like on the mm-hmm. table to to make to to solve puzzles like connecting pipes pictures of pipes or stuff like that that's that's pretty cool yeah uh it's going to be kind of odd because you're you're banking on you know i'd be banking on me you and adam and another friend having a switch and then us all bring our it is kind of hokey but it's still a cool idea and just the fact that they're going back to a more old school nature still that that's that's pretty cool yeah, but I mean, it's not like you have to be on different switches to play. That's True. just an option. That is an option. It's a, and it is a cool option too. You know, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's another putting them good, together. <laughs> right. It's another cool utilization of the switch uh, with the uh, yeah. keeping keeping the portability in mind. Fire Emblem Three Houses trailer got a mm-hmm. cinematic and gameplay trailer. Okay, cool. More Fire Emblem for people. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to this since it's actually on a console. Right. Um, I played on the three on the. Well, I have the 2DS, but on the DS, um, and it's a fun game. But I, yeah. I'll be happy to see it on a you know bigger screen. Man, so For what's the your audience, opinion on this series? Uh, have you, well, have man, you played multiple games I, in the series? I gotta tell you, man, because I know the audience is one on that too. Uh, I have a fucking picture somewhere on my hard drive that has like all the Fire Emblem games, and it, it's like here's brief summaries of what they are and, you know, kind of recommendations where if you want to start, blah, blah, blah. So I know what ones that I have an idea I want to play. I don't know them on the top of my head, but I have not played a single Fire Emblem. The only time I ever even heard of Fire Emblem was back on uh, GameCube when uh, Marth and Rory came to Smash Brothers. I was like, who the fuck are these guys? And they're like, you've never heard of Fire Emblem? No, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Uh, I have not played a single one. I understand the draw. I get that there's good games there i just haven't played a single one i'm it's, it's on, on the, the backlog, backlog. <laughs> it's another one of yeah, those games I, I walked by somebody playing at one point and i just said yeah i should play that sometime never did yeah yeah i had the same introduction you know with smash being the first time i ever heard of the characters and i was like oh this is a series and i looked at the game i was like oh i'd probably like that um the first game i think i actually played was the mobile game they have Oh, uh, which plays pretty similar to the actual game. It's just, you know, a scaled-down version. Yeah. Um, but the the DS game I played was the 
I believe it's Conquest and Fates. It's kind of a, it's one of those split brands like Pokemon, you know, red and blue. Yeah, yeah. It's two things. Um, I think that's the only one I've played. And it's one of those where I would have played it more, but it was on the DS, so I just, yeah. you know, don't kind play kind my of DS often. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that game's on the way. Uh, they had a Fortnite. Of course, Fortnite is coming to Switch. That's an obvious. That's a fucking no-brainer. Mm-hmm. And of but course, does it have Royale mode? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh, you guy, you. And, of course, they had to let you know, in case you didn't, this game is completely free to play. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's an obvious one. Like, yeah, of course that game's coming, even if you yeah, didn't have, know about it at the time. Have you seen the whole thing with them and Sony? Uh-uh, no. Because um, if you have a Fortnite account that was connected to PS4, you cannot play with that account on the Switch and vice versa. Because huh. the cross-play, you know, that's the whole thing where you can't play between the consoles, at yeah. least with Sony, with PS4. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this goes beyond that. Not even trying to play together, but if your account touched them... It's not compatible with the Jesus. opposite. Topic discussion so for another day. Cross fucking company compatibility. Yeah. Console wars. Jesus another casualty. It's fucking 2018, another man. You guys casualty. have so much. Yeah, anyway, another day. Yeah. <laughs> another day. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chris. Nope, that's it. Oh, good. Okay, so they had, an indie, they had an indie spot real quick. It showed uh, Overcooked 2, uh, yeah. Killer Killer Queen Black. We're going to get to all this in just a second. Uh, and Hollow Knight, of course. So working backwards, fuck yes, Hollow Knight gets a Switch announcement. Another duh, another obvious to the both of you and to the audience as a whole. Again, if you have not played Hollow Knight, this is fucking Metroidvania. And it's so damn good. I'm telling you, I played through that game twice. And it is extensive. It is long. I mean, I'm talking close to 100 for both playthroughs combined. Uh, it's worth it. Killer Queen Black. I know nothing about this game, Chris. Me neither. You know why I don't know anything about this game, Adam? Because this apparently is an arcade game that is now getting ported to the consoles. And people are losing their fucking mind because apparently this arcade game is fucking phenomenal. And I'm like, man, I haven't been to an arcade in fucking forever for one. <laughs> but second, you mean the fucking 80s and 90s are back? You mean they, they're porting over a, an arcade game? You mm-hmm. don't say. I'm hearing a lot, a lot of good buzz about this game. And the fact that it's coming to the Switch and I own a Switch, I mean, damn, if you guys are that fucking confident, I'll, I'll check it out. It's, I don't it's know if having that thing laying around my house would save me any money when I start having to stick quarters into the Switch or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, a lot of positive buzz I heard about this Killer Queen Black thing. So we'll see. That's that's all I know for right now. I saw You saw a little bit of gameplay from the actual little indie spot trailer, the, you know, 30 seconds it was on screen. But I haven't looked at any gameplay yet. All I know is it is like a phenomenally great arcade game and it's getting a port. Uh, and then Overcooked 2, uh, sure, Overcooked seems like it's pretty fun comic kind yeah. of game. I've watched gameplay of the first one, uh, pretty funny to watch. Uh, I imagine it'd be fun to play. Uh, I believe one of the limitations to the first one was that you could only play local co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, but Overcooked 2, they had online co-op. Right, right. Um, so between that and the new mechanics they've added... I watched, you know, again, Achievement Hunter uh, playing it 
this week and it looks like so much fun yep looks pretty cool uh octopath trevor another another quick announcement for them they also want to let you know that it is getting a it is a switch exclusive so that's okay cool i have a switch i'm good uh they did a quick montage so you got starlink uh arena mm-hmm. of valor minecraft mm-hmm. rabbits the the rabbits dk uh mix yeah. just dance uh dragon ball fighter z splatoon 2 dlc treasure uh, toad treasure tracker uh a crash bandicoot ninjolo uh cat Christen. i, I, I should have put how to pronounce <laughs> that game the game looked pretty cool I've, I've, i'm sorry i'm butchering that name please correct me in the well actually next week guys and gals uh some soccer game wasteland 2 paladins fallout shelter uh snk heroines monster hunter gold monster hunter gold ultimate monster, monster hunter generations yeah. hunter ultimate sorry ultimate. uh world ends with you mega man 11 and mario mm-hmm. tennis and then and then it was a Super Smash Brothers, folks, for the yeah. rest of the E3 of the Nintendo conference. Now, there's a lot of misgivings about that, and I can under I can understand loving and hating this decision. Uh, mm-hmm. over, half the conference was nothing but Smash Brothers. Uh, but again, this is a big audience. It, it tailors to a lot of people. I understand. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm still going to give them a huge fucking slash for not showing anything on Metroid Prime 4. I'm glad that mm-hmm. the super super that the Smash Brothers audience gets more shit for them. That's awesome. I mean, I, I say that not in a mean way. I didn't, I didn't mean to say shit like that. I'm good. You're getting more Smash Brothers. Oh, good, good for you. Yeah. No, it, it prime, looks good. No Prime Four stuff, and that really bugged me. But so here's the funny thing, Chris. So they so. Uh, they, uh, the 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 uh, producer gets on on, on the uh, you know it was all recorded and he starts talking about how he's going to start showing all the characters and he's going to show them numbers uh, when they showed up in the Smash Brothers universe. So mm-hmm. Adam, as I'm watching this mm-hmm. and it's just going character by character, Mario and I'm uh, so I got the list up on the other screen. I'm typing Mario. Okay, cool. Zelda. I type Zelda. Uh, Link. I type Link. Samus. I, and so I'm going across. I'm just typing down names. I'm like, yeah, halfway through i'm thinking duh somebody's gonna have this list why am i doing this work <laughs> whatever whatever i'm already at my i'm halfway through this roster i'm just typing names left and right and they're going by fast a lot of them start flying by really quick yeah and then at the very end they let you know oh by the way this is every fucking character <laughs> in the smash brothers universe and i was like well why i didn't fucking have to write a list at all mm-hmm. and then i deleted i controlled all deleted all that and just wrote every fucking character and with a period <laughs> yeah. um that's exactly what it is it is called my, uh, super smash brothers ultimate it is I, I, i'm saying it again guys it is every smash character Ever, uh, there will and be Norman a, Reedus. Sure, there will be a small starter roster, but of course they will be unlocked over time. Yeah. That's per normal. They say they streamlined how you do the unlocks to make it more engaging, more fun, and a little bit easier. The eight player, the uh, the the eight player multi uh, battle returns cool. Mm-hmm. They list they then they went into listing various changes for every single character. I'm Patch telling notes. you. 
Yeah, the inner nerd in me fucking lost his shit because they were showing details like, oh yeah, like Captain Olimar, he can fall and break his break his glass. That's just a detailed thing. This is what Nintendo does, folks. They all they love adding details. Here's two of the same character, but they have a different costume. We give them different voices. Uh, you can tell the voices. Let me play it for you. Here's one voice. Here's the other voice. Like they went into that much detail for every character. Um some notes that I made about the character uh, the Zelda version is from Zelda Link Between Worlds that's that's pretty cool it's an out there choice but cool uh, Kirby one of his stone uh, options he can turn into the Breath of the Wild chest I thought that was pretty cool Cloud mm-hmm. has an Advent Children outfit that's awesome the uh, Ganondorf in this one is, has the skin of Ocarina of Time Ganondorf also, his smash move is his turning into the dual sword wielding uh, Ganon version. That's that's fucking awesome. Uh, Base and Proto Man show up during Mario uh, Mega Man's uh, Smash. Uh, Daisy is a new character. Cool. Inkling. Uh, duh. We all knew an Inkling was coming. Uh, yeah. Lots of new assist trophies, guest appearances that aren't actually fighters, uh, new and redesigned stages. Uh, I thought that was really awesome. So everybody that loves tourney versions of Smash Brothers, everybody wants to play on Final Destination. They pretty much have a Final Destination version of every single stage. That's pretty cool. Did Uh, you write down what the two types of stages were called? Oh, no, I, I didn't. Okay. I heard it. I've heard it every time I've watched the review, and I forget what it was called. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, basically, it's 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 a, it's a the Final Destination version for every stage. So the Kirby, the, the F-Zero stage that everybody loves, where you fall off the F-Zero cars and die on the road, <laughs> they have a Final Destination version of that, so on and so forth. Uh, you can do air dodging now with limits. Uh, your perfect shield must be timed. Uh, 1v1 damage is greater than more than 1v1 uh, mm-hmm. to balance and make the games longer, I guess. You can use a game. The An actual GameCube controller can be used now. Uh, they, have yep. like a, they have like an adapter for it, I believe. Uh, the Amiibo data from previous titles can be used for this one. We did add every... Oh, and quote. We did have every fighter. We hope you weren't expecting too many new ones. But we did add one more. Here you go. And motherfucker. <laughs> fuck Adam. Whoa. Whoa. Don't fuck Adam. me. Adam. I know. I don't know fuck me. Adam, I know you've heard the fucking meme about, even if you don't follow Smash Brothers religiously, I know you've at least heard of the meme. Hey, we need to put Ridley in Smash Brothers. It is such a fucking... Everybody that knows Smash Brothers have heard this. It's a fucking joke of a meme because it's like, no, why would you do that? There's no way he would work. He'd be too big. And they're like, that's why you should do it because put everybody in there. Fucking Ridley is now in Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. They fucking did it. The His name meme, is fucking Ridley. The meme won. That blows He's gonna have my to fight fucking the giant mind. hand at the end when you beat the this, game with him. This is fucking crazy. This is so hilariously crazy to me because now it's like fucking put anybody. We got Cloud in here, Adam. He's going to be bigger than the giant hand. We have Cloud. We have fucking Solid Snake. We have Ridley. Sonic. Hey, uh, uh, Sony, uh, the PlayStation All-Stars, whatever. Can all of y'all come over here, including you? uh, uh, It's so bad. 
It's so bad, man. Like Crash you all Bandicoot. need to just come. Bring everybody. Bring the whole fucking Ridley made it into this game. I'm so happy, but I'm so like, what the fuck, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's years all the from notes. Now, I, it'll be Ridley versus Ridley from Aliens. That's all the notes I took <laughs> for Nintendo. Uh, any uh, any other thoughts for the Nintendo conference aside from Prime Four being snubbed? Yeah, there are. We also didn't see anything about the new Yoshi game. Uh, yeah, we sure didn't. And uh, I mean, it, that's such a it's such a cozy, comfy, easy game. I understand that. Mm-hmm. That's that Yoshi's a big property. It's show me something. Another trailer would be great. Yeah. Don't forget about your Star Fox game coming out. Oh, show fuck you. Oh <laughs> God, I so fuck it. I even ran over the Starlink mention and I just blew it off and I forgot about it. Thanks, Adam. You're a fucking awesome guys. <laughs> so guys e3 for 2018 is over y'all got any final wrap-up thoughts any gripes complaints things that went wrong good anything else you want to mention about this conference this year i have one more note i forgot to mention when the game was Go brought up for it so kingdom hearts 3 one of the trailers if not all of them i you know only paid so much attention after the first one um they showed a scene in the trailer where you're on this stupid gummy ship. So there's still a thing. Oh. That was my one thing I said last week. I want them to either get rid of the gummy ship or make it, make it not suck. So, so Aldrard's going to suck and still be the there. Back one now. That's all you got left. To hold That's all I've got left. Yep. I just had an awesome idea, guys. Check oh, this God. out. What if... This is never good. In Kingdom Hearts, you go to the Smash Brothers world, and then they reveal the Kingdom Hearts kid in Smash Brothers. I mean, sure, sure. That w- with so many companies that are crossing over now, I don't doubt it. I mean, damn, we got That'd Capcom, be Disney, and- Square, and Nintendo. So <laughs> on the fighting side of the world, and I'm sure there's way more than this. I'm just throwing some out there that I can think of at the top of my head. So in the fighting world, you have uh, Namco, SNK, and Capcom, and Capcom all parting together because in Tekken Seven you have three char- you have the main characters from Tekken and the other two guest characters in there. So cool. There's a big fucking fighting game collab, which for me g- grants hope to me that we're just gonna have a fucking fighting game legit Mugen's coming guys legit Mugen is coming D- during this E3 we now know that Squaresoft and Capcom just did a collab so cool that that that's good to know and in Smash Brothers this has been a thing for a while but we got Solid Snake in there we got Cloud in there so Konami uh, and, and Square Enix it amazes me how so many machines oh Oh, God, that's a fucking smash assist. That's a trophy assist. <laughs> oh! There are, was a, we, there's a showing of Soul Calibur Six, and they have a Witcher 3 main guy in yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so, Adam, thank you. We have to burn this episode now so they can never know. <laughs> But yes, that, uh, that was another thing that I watched for the uh, the Easy Allies. Uh, uh, Brad got to play uh, uh, Soul Calibur Six, and uh, I haven't seen any gameplay of it yet. I want to, and I'm am t- telling you this this is the nerd in me. I know that, but I want to know if 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 he distinguishes in the game of what sword he uses against who. If he's fighting Killy, can he use a regular sword? If he's fighting fucking 
maybe Astaroth because I guess yeah, uh, probably just switch back and forth that willy nilly with the swords. I hope not, man. I hope if they're putting him. His fighting style will probably be like, I pull out this sword for this and shing, shing, shing. He's constantly doing kind of like a bada jutsu. It seems like, it seems like whenever they put other characters into that game, like Link and Spawn, they, they, they've done a pretty good job of keeping somewhat faithful to it. That's like a main thing with Geralt right off the bat. Uh, if he has two swords, he should use those properly. Well, whatever, whatever. Uh, I've heard, I hope so. Yeah, I've heard Soul Calibur 6 is really good and really fun, and uh, they're getting back to a, a it, it's been a better game than 4 and 5, so cool beans. Um, as far as my final thoughts, uh, yeah, I'm, I, you know what, I'm gonna say just because it, it's hard to say, like, because I know this is a thing for magazines and, and, and people in general, like, who do you think won E3? Um, I can tell you right now, I, Sony pissed me off. Like, mm-hmm. the games that they announced were pretty good. Uh, and throughout the conference, throughout different E3's, uh, conferences, there were, there were, it was a roller coaster. It was games I don't care about, games that I'm, all, that are awesome, games that are whatever. It's all, and that's for all of them. I don't dislike the games that Sony announced. I dislike the way that, the, the, like, they're, they're, that whole conference setup thing was just, I don't know whose idea that was, but stop. Just, just <laughs> don't. That, that was, that was another cringe thing for me. On the flip side, both PC Gamer and Microsoft, the way that they did it was good. Um, yeah. I got a lot of quick energy information from Microsoft, and when they wanted to go to the game, they went to the game. There wasn't, I mean, it's thankfully, especially using this E3 as an example, we seem to be long past the days of, you know, fucking slideshows and, and PowerPoint presentations and just regurgitating numbers with fucking dick-waving contests of who sold how many consoles and how many gigateraflops you're doing and shit like 599 that. 599 US dollars. God bless America. It seems like now they're getting to the idea of, look, these people come here for games, give them games, give them games. I'm all about games. I'm also all about developers getting up there and spilling their guts out. That's also good, too, but get to the games. Um, I, uh, nothing, um, nothing about this E3 got me super crazy hype except for that Skull and Bones. Uh, and Spider-Man co- kind of got me a little bit excited, but definitely Skull and Bones. Uh, pretty good press conference. It, it didn't have like too many horrible things about it. Um, it was pretty good. We got it. We got a, we got a lot of announced. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, and, and it, the anticipation between the last showing and then watch, getting to this recording now has been fucking, I'm like, oh man, there's so much. Yeah. Holy Jesus. Um, yeah, I only had like, if you're, are you done? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I only had like three games that actually stood out to me. Man, they were games I was kind of looking forward to coming in. Uh huh. But you got Star Citizen, obviously. It's not coming out anytime soon. Sorry. Uh, yep. <laughs> and you've got Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the game that I wasn't sure was going to be announced. Fucking Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. I that's gotta it. Say- that's what I was looking, looking forward to when I was coming in here. And now I found two or three other games that might be 
I'm definitely going to check out that, uh, what's it called? The little RPG, Final Fantasy Tactics RPG for Switch. Octopath Traveler. That one, that one is on my radar. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I will say this. I will say this too. I saw just just going off of everything that I saw at uh, at E three, just E three, not the not the actual stuff after the shows. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, which is getting a lot of buzz right now, a lot of hype built up around it. It uh-huh. seemed interesting. It's it's now the stuff after the fact. Now I'm watching videos where people got actual hands on and they're like, Man, this mm-hmm. game is fucking deep. There's like so much detail and so much time and so much love. And every time I hear somebody talk like that, I'm thinking of God of War. I'm thinking of games like that where it's like, man, let me exhaust this random NPC's talk cycle. And he talked about one thing and then talked about another and then went off and had a conversation with another NPC and then walked to the diner and then came back to his house and had another conversation. I like shit like that. And they're making this game out to be like another reason why it's taking so long. There is so much going into this game also cd project red has said hey guys listen we understand that you want this game right now we understand that you want this game period we're not giving it to you we're not not giving it to you because we don't like you because we're holding something over your head it's because what we would give you right now is not good enough and we're not doing that the game is being worked on feverishly and we are putting time like i'm hearing fucking star citizen shit in my ear i'm hearing that we are taking our time to give you more and more and more good shit and i'm like good man take your if if you are making this game as big as you're saying it's gonna be take your time i'm cool with it my 60 bucks will still be there (laughs) yep and that and here i mean you know cyberpunk has its origins in tabletop you take one of my favorite tabletop systems and you combine it with a really damn good video game developer god you can you can imagine how just ecstatic i am and just waiting for this game to come out all they had to do was show me that original that original um that original trailer that came out the teaser yeah and i've been sitting here waiting for it ever since (laughs) like here's here's my two that i put side by side i put beyond good and evil and cyberpunk but when i look at beyond good and evil i go may you know that was really good for a movie I mean, that showed me some really good detail and artwork and all that and, and Polygon, whatever, for a movie. When I look at Cyberpunk 2077, I go, I don't understand what this is about. And now I'm having everybody around me tell me that this game is fucking huge and deep. There's a lot involved with it. So it's going to be interesting over time hearing what what BG&E has to do with the first one and why it ties in and what that game is about, but it's going to be more interesting for me to hear all these, like, maybe even spoiler details of how involved this world is, like how how much shit is going on. That that interests me. This game is almost a topic unto itself. It it is going to Mm -hmm. be awesome if they get it, if they can pull it off right, it's going to be great. I think and you've made one of the best comparisons I've heard, Adam, is that it's 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 what would happen if uh, DSA, like Human Revolution or DSA uh, Mankind Divided, was done like better. 
Like those games, but like yeah. way better, more took, involved, more story fleshed out, more more world involvement, like a yeah. living, breathing world. Oh man! Oh, Instead man. of having Deus Ex is kind of like okay, well here's your your kind of playpen with a bunch of robotic people standing there. You have a a, a CD Project level world to go play around in, however yeah. you like. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it's it's definitely one. It's one of many games at this E3 conference that I have. Uh, I want to see more of. I want to see. Uh, I, I saw good stuff, but I want to see more of, and I can't wait for the details to come in. But hey, yeah, that that that's enough for us guys and gals. What about you? I know for a fact that you've seen the E3 of this year. If you haven't, you should go check them out. Pick if you don't want to watch them all, that's understandable. Go pick a press conference. I I kind of lean you toward maybe the Microsoft just 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 because of the way the presentation is done. But hey, if you want to see the square shit, go for it. Um what what E3 stuff from 2018 did you like? What things did you not like? Like, how did you take the press conferences? Uh, what things are you super excited about? What are you upset about that didn't get announced? Uh, what did you want to see more of? What did you? How did you feel they should have handled a game or an announcement? Uh, anything you want to talk about E3 this year? We'd love to hear your comment, your feedback. We'd love to hear your reactions to this E3. Uh, we're going to be doing E3 as long as this podcast is around. So trust me, there's going to be plenty more of these. But uh, we'd love to hear for this episode your thoughts on the 2018 one, uh, or you know what, any past ones too. You know, if you've got any like, man, this the one in 2014 was my favorite. Whatever, we'd love to hear it. Uh, there's many ways you can get a hold of us. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Facebook for the End of Time Cast. It should take you straight to us. It might be how you found this episode right here. Uh, you can send us an email at endoftimecast at gmail.com. That's endoftimecast at gmail.com. No funny numbers in there. Just spell it as you heard it. should take you straight to our inbox. Uh, we still have a Twitter page waiting for people to tweet at us. Uh, many ways to get a hold of us. We'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to engage with our audience. Uh, but that's going to do it for tonight's episode. Thanks for sticking with us for another long one. Uh, kind of sorry, not sorry, guys. It's E3. There's a, there's mm-hmm. a lot to talk about. Uh, a lot of good information. So that's going to do it for tonight's episode. And until next time, I'm Michael. I'm Chris. And I'm Adam. Good night, everybody. Bitches. <laughs>